Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? We are back up in this bad boy. This is Off the Sticks. My name is Killer. We also got my boys here with me. Y'all go ahead and do the whole check-in thing. It's Corey. Y'all know who it is. Look, we got a special guest, too. We got my mans in the building. Me and, me and my mans do say we uh we done got close over the last, like, two and a half years. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Be talking sports and everything. He said he wanted to be on the show. So I got my man Ducey here. Ducey, say what's up to the people. Let them know where they can find you. All that good stuff. First off, first off, appreciate appreciate the invite. Appreciate the invite. Love y'all podcast. Um, yeah, this is Ducey. Some call me Nello. Um, I love sports. Love to uh, chop up with sports with my man Mike, especially when we with Marcus Crib. Um, I'm just a fan. I'm just a big fan. And like I said, I'm definitely appreciate it. I'm here with y'all chopping it up today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Killer, it's on you, man. We, we going whichever way you take us. All right, so let's go ahead and get the bull out the way. NFL this past week. Shit was kind of meh. Unless you had, uh, yeah, yeah. Unless you had Joe Mixon, your weekend was kind of meh. Um, but as far as my picks went from Friday, I think I did pretty well. Outside of the um Kansas City game, I think I got about eighty percent of them correct. So pat did on the back follow, on that. Did you follow your own betting? Uh, your own betting advice? Well, seeing as though I don't get paid from the new gig until Friday, nah. But okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I can't bet money I had. You feel? That's fair. But I think one thing we can take away from this weekend, which a lot of people probably didn't pay much attention to, Malik Willis is going to be really, really, really good when this is all said and done. He's going to be a really, really good quarterback for Tennessee. I think them playing him now actually could benefit. Remember, we did talk about this before. Malik Willis, I believe, them playing him now, this can actually benefit him. This is the kind of team where you can bring in a young quarterback, get him get him used to the situation, get him used to maturing, and also have a good chance to win your division because, let's be honest, no one in that division is going to win it outside of the Titans. It's the Titans and then three six to seven win ball clubs at this point. So it is what it is there. Man, what did you see from Malik Willis? I I, I didn't see I didn't see anything really good from I really didn't. I I don't know how you came to that conclusion. They threw the ball like a total of like nine times. Yeah. It was it wasn't necessarily what you could see in the passes because he actually had 16 attempts. But just kind of looking at what he was able to do with the football. He had 40 yards rushing on eight attempts. And I don't think almost any of those were like designed runs. Most of those were bootlegs that when the NFL is basically what it turns into. A bootleg turns into pretty much a quarterback stretch run. So looking at it from that aspect, they did throw it 16 times, five or 16 for 80 yards. He took three sacks. And let's be honest here. I'm not saying Kansas City has a world-class defense by any stretch, but the fact that he did go into a game where, honestly, every single thing that could have went wrong did, but still found a way to not play against himself, 
which is turning over the football, which is one of the things you look for, especially in the guy's real like first opportunity to really get it going. He didn't turn over the football. He took care of it. He took sacks where he needed to take sacks instead of forcing the pass out there or being sloppy or careless with the football. Those are the things where when I'm grading a quarterback, especially in his rookie year, that I tend to look at. How do you take care of the baby? So great. Let me let me let me hear what you got. I feel like it's about to be ridiculous. Nah, it's not going to be too ridiculous because I still got to grade you as a quarterback. So five for 16, that ain't good. That's less than 33 percent. So I can't necessarily say he did great as a passer. But as far as taking care of the football, he did do well there, not fumbling, not throwing any picks. So I could give him a C for the performance. But the things that I did see, because there were drops, it wasn't like he was inaccurate there were drops and it's not like he got outstanding talent outside of that because on this entire receiving core i think the only one that had more than 500 yards in a season was robert woods and austin hooper so it's not it's not like he has like burners on the outsides Corey, so, Corey help kill out i give him a seat cory help kill out man i feel like he exaggerating help help him out please <laughs> Uh well first of all I want to say of the people on this podcast Killer is the one who actually coaches football and so that's true so that's I, I will say so what I, what I'm saying I I'm not I'm not what I'm about to say is not to discredit Killer because Killer has experience in that air arena that I do not have but I'd have to give him a D plus um to me the performance was. It was almost it I definitely was expecting more. I was expecting uh more throws. Like kill like kill like kill said, it wasn't that his throws were inaccurate and his receivers, they did not make uh plays when like 50-50 catches. And I, I do like his leadership because after the game they asked him about that. And uh he didn't place any blame on his wide receivers about, about those plays. He's like, nope, I miss throws. Like it wouldn't be right for me to to say they didn't make plays. We all didn't make plays. We won team. So I'm glad he didn't he didn't take he didn't take that bait. Um but I, I want to see more. And just from this one game, it's like I don't I don't want to say I don't it's it's too early to say what he can't be. You know what I mean? So I don't want to say what he can't be or what he's not going to be. I was just hoping to see a little bit more from him, but overall, I, I'd give a D plus. Just I was underwhelmed. I was expecting a little more, so I was giving a D plus. Do say what about you, yo? I don't know where he went. We can't hear him. But look, y'all can both hear me, right? Y'all, y'all, yeah. everybody can hear me. Yeah. All right. Look, I'm I'm not saying Malik Willis ain't gonna be good. Killer me and you was both high on Malik Willis in the preseason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think Malik Willis gonna be straight. Um, as far I'm just I'm just uh, I guess I'm just nitpicking what you just said though. Like mm-hmm. you said that like we can come to the conclusion that Malik Willis is gonna be really really good. I agree with that statement. But I don't agree with that statement if you basing it off yesterday. I agree with that statement if you basing it off how he performed in the preseason mm-hmm. when, he, when he was playing against you know people on his inexperienced level. 
But I, I can't I can't agree with that statement if we're basing it off the game that he had on Sunday. Cause like what he had on Sunday was terrible. And yeah. I understand I understand there are drops and everything like that. But I mean, my dude, eight, 80 yards total, those are running back numbers. Like five of sixteen. Like Yeah, there's I, I can't, I can't I, I understand that the court that there's some nuance with the quarterback and everything like that. But like, I, I can't. I, I can't say that I see greatness from that. From that performance, but I can't now. Now a quarterback who is similar to Malik Willis, who I definitely see greatness in, is Justin Fields. That's a different story. Malik Willis didn't do nothing Justin Fields like, and so like Corey said, like for me, for me personally, I need to see a little bit more. Um. For me, I think I need to see a little bit more um, to give him a fair shot. I'm not writing. I'm not writing them off or none of that. Um, the Titans are what five and three. Yeah, the Titans five and three um, after that loss. I don't think I don't think Malik Willis need to be the long term. You know what I'm saying? The long the long term QB for for this season at least. I, I don't I don't think I think they need to still still stick with Tannehill. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he hurt right now, so. Um, when he get back, I think they still need to stick for him for at least this season, and then like give give Malik Willis, you know, a whole whole year to to watch and you know what I'm saying, um, be second string and kind of learn and, and 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 get accustomed to the speed of the game and everything, and then you see what you got in the off season with a QB battle between them two. But that's where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Do say what you got. So with Malik Willis right now, he's a project. He's a very raw talent. That's why he fell in the draft. So he was projected to be a number one, uh, number uh, first, not first overall, but first round pick. But he fell in the draft because he's he really a project. So for the Titans and why I see how Malik Willis, it's gonna take some time for him. You gotta come along for him. You gotta definitely bring him along slowly. And right now with the Titans, really is Derrick Henry. That's the team. That's is, that's what that's keeping them in the ball game. That's why they five and three. Facts. <laughs> that's that's and that's and for real. What Derrick Henry had was 17 attempts, 115 yards, averaged 6.8 yards per carry, two touchdowns. That' why the game was 17-17, and why it went to overtime. Not anything really Malik really did. Um, he's not gonna really lose you ball games, but he's not really gonna win you. He ain't gonna beat you. He, you can't put him out there going, expecting to beat the Chiefs. He could beat the Titans, going what six for ten. I could, but for right right now he's still a project, and I. Don't think the Titans will even want him to start this year. I think they want him to just ride the bench, learn, and then probably next year or maybe the year after that, then he could be the starter. Then he can put pieces around him because right now he's just too raw. So even like I say, let's say Titans go to the playoffs this year, they probably first round and done, most likely. I don't see him winning a playoff game at all. Um, in five or sixteen, you're not gonna win many play many games. Period. Well, um, um, with that kind of uh, completion percentage. So, Titans. I mean, Tannehill hurt, right? Ain't Tannehill hurt. hurt? Right now, this to be this is a borderline wild card team. Um, but Malik was like three years, five years from now. I'm with you, Mike. Justin Fields. I seen a lot more, yeah, out of that than I have with Willis. Not saying Willis won't be good. I think he's very, very, very raw, very raw right now. Hey, Killer Corey. I tell y'all this though. I tell y'all this though. Um, what I am like, or 
I'm not optimistic about this, but but Malik Willis situation to me is very similar to Jordan Love. Like we talked, we talked last week about how you know the Aaron Rodgers should not be on this team. He should have never signed that deal. They should have started Jordan Love. Jordan Love's had this is third year on the bench. I think if Jordan Love would have started this year, then we would have see, seen him, you know, play a lot better than we have, you know, in the previous years for the little amount of time that we did. I think Malik Willis had, needs that same path. I think he has to watch for a year, two years before he takes over. Um, so I, I, I see right now, I see more of a um, Jordan Love type of situation happening for Malik Willis right now. I look at it more like Trey Lance than on Jordan Love. Like, do I think he's he can be the guy eventually? Yeah. Is he the guy right now? No. That don't help either, though. Trey Lance wasn't ready. Trey Lance exactly, was horrible. It, exactly. But the thing is, I think Jordan Love was more ready than either one of those two coming out of college. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I don't think Jordan think Love. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, do say. Uh, so, what do you think is? Willis, what do you see like his ceiling? What do you where do you see his ceiling? Malik Willis's ceiling? Yes. His ceiling, it's, it's kind of hard to judge him just based off of like one regular season performance as far as what his ceiling could be. But off of what I saw in the preseason and today, and well not today but Sunday, sheesh. God, uh, it's kind of hard to say. Because because uh, I know they were handicapping that offense. They were calling a baby offense, what we call the pacifier. I don't, I really I don't say exactly what his ceiling could that, be, but I think at the end of his career, if it all pans out, he'll definitely be a better option than Tannehill long term. That's really the best best answer I can give to that. But as far as a complete ceiling, I think him and Justin Fields will probably be more even by the time they're both done. I, I think I think from a ceiling from a ceiling standpoint, and that's a that's a good ass question too. But I think from from a ceiling standpoint, I think that uh, he could be um, he could he could end up being um, as impactful as a Randall Cunningham type of guy. What I mean by that is like not great, but. He's somewhere, but somewhere between whatever is between great and good, whatever, whatever is between there. I think, I think that's, I think that's where um, Malik Willis, like, like, could ultimately, you know, what I'm saying, be at if everything, if everything reaches fruition or whatever. Corey, what you think? What you think about uh, Malik Willis ceiling? I like the Justin Fields comparison long term because I can see them having. A similar impact. Um, are, you, are you are you saying because of their play style or because of their talent? Play style. Because I think Justin ta- Fields. I think Justin Fields is, is far more talented. Than- I think he's. I think he's more talented also. But I think I think their impact on the game would be similar. I could see Malik Willis impacting the game a little bit more with his legs and his arm than Justin Fields potentially, but. I think he can have a similar impact for the Titans that Fields has for the Bears. Although I agree, I think uh, Fields is the more talented of the two. But yeah, like I, I, I could see Malik Willis being being like a really good quarterback, a really good quarterback. 
like like you said, Mike, between good and great. I can see him being really good for Tennessee. I think better than Tannehill eventually. Go ahead, go ahead, do say you was about to say something. Yeah, I think definitely for these quarterbacks like Justin Fields or Willis, I think a big thing will be the organization and also the coaching staff. Um, we get like a, a, a player like Fields or Willis or even like a Lamar Jackson, you really got to cater to their skill set, and that's really just going to determine their their success. So you look like Brian Dables from um, the coach of the Giants now, but used to be an office coordinator for the for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. He carried their, the offense towards Josh Allen, help him develop, and look where he's at now. And he's doing the same thing for Daniel Jones. So I think also it's going to – their success or their ceiling, they won't be able to hit their ceiling without the organization or even, like, let's say, the, the head coach, the, the coaching staff, pinning them in the right position to become successful, to hit the ceiling. Yeah, I mean – yeah, I, I was trying to think of another player. Um, say you're an Eagles fan, so – I'm going to say, what, um, picture picture um, Donovan McNabb. I think, Malik, I think Malik Willis can be that. I think Malik Willis, I think, I think if, everything, if everything goes, you know, in his favor and he reaches and he reaches his ceiling, I think he can be a Donovan McNabb kind of quarterback. I think he, he can move. I think he can throw, but he's also one of them quarterbacks where he need like he he ain't going like he need talent on the outside. He can't just have anybody. He need he need like a running mate with him. He need a running back, you know what I'm saying, with him. He got he got uh you know King Henry or whatever now, but they kind of on two different trajectories right now with Derrick Henry in his prime. Week Lewis still, you know what I'm saying? Remember. Donovan McNabb, who was his head coach though, Andy Reid. Andy Reid, that's, that's true. Yeah, you you need that you need that right coaching staff. You need the right coach. But hey, but but hey, I'm not I'm not even gonna sleep. Mike Vrabel not a bad coach. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. But he's 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 a defensive minded coach though. He's a defensive minded. That's coach. that's true. That's true. You that's true. Now I think that's Willis true. can be. I like the Donovan McNabb. I also I also see a little bit of Steve McNair. He's like a power runner. Like Willis has got like a. He's kind of a little, like a little power back when he runs the ball. Um, I, I see a little bit of Steve McNair in him. Definitely Justin Fields in him, too. Maybe not ha- as elusive as a runner. Um, arm talent is crazy. He, he, his, his arm talent is, is, is crazy. Now, if, they, if the right coaching staff can get that arm talent and that skill set and bring it all together, it, he, he, it'll be, he might be a scary sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad we talking about quarterbacks. Do say, don't say nothing. Killer and Corey, I need y'all off mute real quick. I got a question for y'all. Try me. I need y'all honest opinions. Name the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Any particular order? And do say know where I'm going, but but... Is it any particular it, order? It, it doesn't have to be an order. It just got to be the top five QBs in the NFL. All right. I can knock out my five pretty quick. I uh, got Josh Allen. You got Patrick Mahomes. Justin Herbert. Burrow. And. Wow. 
That fifth was hard off Coach this Sims year. Be quick. Yeah, I'm gonna go Aaron. I'm gonna go Aaron Rodgers just because I can't think of anybody else at that point. But that top four is solid. So you got Herbert in your top five, huh? Yeah, I was just about to say that because because Killer was <laughs> Killer Killer wasn't he wasn't uh, high on Herbert like I was. No, only thing I said was that Herbert needs to start winning. I never said he didn't have talent. We've been over this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, hey, Corey. All right, all right, Corey. Go ahead. Your your five. So, top two is easy. Josh Allen, Mahomes. I'm gonna go Lamar Jackson. Facts. Uh, let me see. It is so. Uh, damn. Do I want to? It's crazy. I don't think he's a top five quarterback when his team is undefeated. You, I about to hurts. Yeah, you got to put. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say hurts, but I. I might have to, man. But yeah, I'll put. I'll put Jalen hurts right now. Down one more. Um, I can't put Aaron Rodgers in there right now. I, you know what? I'm gonna go Brady. Okay, so here's the thing. So, so both of y'all, both of y'all did something, and me, me, do say and L do say we was talking about this. Yes, we, we was. We, yes, we, we was. We was talking about this at L crib the other day. Now, me personally, when you talking about top five quarterbacks in the league, I cannot put Rodgers or Brady in the top in the top five. They are not top five. They they are not top five. And and the reason why now if you want to talk about overall career accolades, if you want to talk about last season and beyond last season, I got you. To me, the top the top players at, at their respective positions, they when we say who they are, they have to be they have to it has to be current. Like I can't I can't put and and, and to be fair, a homeboy L put Brady and Rodgers called both of them top five, and I argued no, they weren't. Like they have the aura because of everything that they've done, but they're not top five this year. Like they're not. Like and so Corey, I'm, I'm both of y'all, both Corey and Killer. I don't how how, how can y'all put Rodgers and Brady there? I, I I don't understand that. I ain't put Rodgers in there. No, you I did, put Rodgers in there. Killer did. And you, I put Rodgers. And Corey, you put Brady, and I'm like, how are either of them top five? I can't put Rodgers there. I can't put Brady there. I can't put Russell Wilson there. Like, like, can't put. I can't put none of them there. All right. I so could. You remember? Yeah. You remember when we started the season? We did like you know our top quarterbacks and all that. And I told you in the top ten who was in there. That top five still has not really changed because. For those, I mean, I understand if you're going to just base it off of this year, then yeah, I would, I would do that. I would remove um Rodgers if, 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 if we were just talking this year. What are but you basing? Was, what are you basing the the quarterbacks on? Reputation. Yeah, um, not just the reputation, but where they were coming into the season, what I thought they were going to be able to do this season, and you keep this in mind. I had the Packers finishing third, and I also had Tampa Bay. I think I had them finishing behind New Orleans. I mean, we before the season we so, both thought we both yeah. thought Rodgers and Brady. We didn't. We wasn't expecting them to play like they fell off a cliff 
as Max Kellerman, quote unquote, would say. But like, like we wasn't we wasn't expecting him to do that. So I understand putting them top five before the season start. But like once the season starts and you see how they play, it doesn't the list become fluid? It does. I feel like there's a butt somewhere. It, there is, but how big it is is going to be the problem. A part of me doesn't want to get caught up too much in the hype of one hot year, even if it's currently happening. Understood. Talking about Jalen Hurts, I understand that. Mm-hmm. And because you can make that same argument for, hey, is um, Cooper Cup a top five receiver? You can look at him the exact same way. Do we judge him off of one hot season? Or I mean, Cooper Cup Cooper Cup got like three years where he's he's pretty damn good. Yeah, but you would never say he had a top five year outside of just last season. Oh, be clear, I still don't put Cooper Cup as the as as the top NFL receiver in the league. I still don't do that. There you go. So in in a sense, I you can say I'm kind of feeling that same way about quarterbacks right now. Now, granted, this list could be crazily different by the time we hit the end of the year going into the postseason because by then pecking order is completely set because the gear still ain't out i'm not gonna be like if you ask me who and you are the reason why i actually put rogers here me you said yes going back to because i thought about it when i was doing i was like you know what he had a point when i told you i'm taking the vikings and you said you were taking the packers and I said, I like the gold pieces with the silver quarterback versus mm-hmm. this diamond playing with a bunch of silver and bronze. That's still right, a diamond. But, but I also I also said last week that I can't I can't give Aaron Rodgers a pass. I understand he don't have anybody to throw the ball to. I understand that, but I can't give him a pass for how he planned because he put himself in that position by signing that damn deal at 38 years old for five years. I, I said that I was the same dude to say that said that last week. So like you, to me, like the way that he's playing, whether he got the receivers on the outside or not, that's going that that's going to affect where he where he ranks. Like you got okay. play if you're gonna be top five, you got to play like it, right? I mean, ain't that Kind of the the gist of it, yeah, yeah. Now, now I just I just said a lot. Do say I'm gonna let you talk because because we had a whole conversation about this on Sunday. So like I'm gonna let you yeah, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you rock. So this is a tricky this is a tricky question. You say who's top five? So it's it's like who is top five? Is overall talent or just overall, or is it who's like or you saying who's top five right now currently playing? Because I'm an Eagles fan, as everybody know, Jalen Hurts. Well, Aaron Rodgers. I think teams are still. If you had, if you had one game to play, play them. I think Aaron Rodgers still put more fear into you than Jalen Hurts. I agree with to that. This, to this, to this day, or even I Tom Brady. If I'm in the playoff game, nah. If, if I'm in the playoff game, I'm facing Jalen Hurts or Tom Brady has a defense. I'm still more scared of Tom Brady because he has a track record. He has a long track record of what he can do. So that, now. So so that's no no no. So that's why when me and you was talking on Sunday, when me and you was talking on Sunday, that's why I said that like Rogers, I can give a pass. I can give I can understand why Rogers, why people consider Rogers top five still. I can I get that. I, I will give y'all, I will give y'all that. I am of the idea, and Corey Killer, y'all can chime in if y'all want to. I am of the idea 
that as far as Tom Brady is concerned, he is not a top five quarterback anymore because of how he is playing this season. Plus, he's if he comes back next year, he's never going to look like a top five quarterback again. He's never going to do it. So his reputation now becomes history. It's no longer it's no longer current. It's no longer present. And so I, I like I I don't I don't think Tom Brady, Tom Brady is a top five quarterback anymore. Top ten, yeah. Top five, no. I don't think he'll ever be top five again. Yeah, I, I get it. And let's be honest, I think the only reason why that man will even come back next year is just to prove a point to his ex wife. But that's on a totally like different note. Jesus that's the only reason why. Christ, I believe. killing dead. No, am I lying? <laughs> God, hey Corey, killer don't ever shy away, yo. He don't ever shy away. <laughs> but it's the truth. We all know what other reason does he have to come back and play football starting next year? The team ain't gonna improve by that much because there's hell. No, the salary cap got them by the balls. They can't make a move outside of outside of drafting somebody. <laughs> like there's yo. no move they can make that says, you know what? I believe it. No, your offensive line sucks. Your defense is is shredded. It's not deep. So so for me, so for me. It's like eating I'm, at a fancy restaurant. It's not going to be enough to fill you up and you get the bill. You feel like you've been fucked. That's exactly what's going to happen to him next year. So so for me, if we're ta- if we're talking about quarterbacks, like if we're talking about top five quarterbacks and the and the top five is based off of just um is based off of not them winning this season, but based off the feeling you have about them. I will put, I will still put Rogers in there. I, I, I will still put, so which is why, you know, I can, all right, Rogers is cool, but I got, I got Allen Mahomes, Rogers, Lamar Jackson. And um, I was going to put Justin Herbert in there, but honestly, I think I'm probably, I think I will probably say, uh, Fifth one is always fucking hard. I think I will probably say I was thinking about Calamari, but I'm like, I, but I hate Calamari, so <laughs> I, I can't stand Calamari. He a fucking baby. But I'm like, would I rather take Calamari or Justin Herbert? Those are the those are the two. Those are the two to me. Just quick, quick. You think you think uh, Calamari is better than uh, Joe Burrow, Mike? Yeah. Okay. I'll not, be honest not, with you. Not, I, not, not, not talent wise. Not talent wise. I think Joe yeah. Burrow is a. I think Joe Burrow is a is a more talented quarterback. I feel like Kyler Murray only like his saving grace is that he pity pat across the football field. But mm-hmm. um, so I think Joe Burrow is a better is a better. Um, I think he can be a better quarterback. I just need to see him more. I just got. Mm-hmm. I just need to see. I just need to see him more. Yeah. Kyler Murray. When Kyler Murray step on the field. When the Cowboys play the Cardinals every year, I sit there and be like, "Fuck, we gotta, we gotta tackle this dude." Like, like as much as I hate him, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so for me, it's either it's either Kyler Murray or Justin Herbert. Here's a question though for you, Corey, because I didn't mention this guy. None of us did. You don't think Dak Prescott is better than Justin Herbert or Kyler Murray? Come on. I can't say defensively. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I can't. I can't say defensively either. I didn't name them, so I'm just asking the question. It's funny because, like, okay, here's the thing. We, Mike, you and I both have seen that when when Dak plays at a high level. I think like a year ago, like one year ago, that stretch he had 
boy, like Dak was like Top he five. deserved to be mm-hmm. in the MVP conference. Like that Top stress five. that game, yeah. But like, and then he hurt his calf and it all kind of went down. like. So Dak at his highest, oh yeah, he could be a top five quarterback. I just coming off this recent his hand injury, like I need to see more of this of 2022 Dak before I can place him in that conversation. I don't feel comfortable placing him in that conversation just yet. I need to see a couple more games from that. Okay, okay. Well, here's, mm-hmm. here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dak has a better track record than, um, or I'll put it like this. Dak in his three games, in, in the three games he played total, has played better than Tom Brady. But you put Brady top five. Well, also a part of it's being prison of the moment. I just saw Tom Brady lead like a great comeback, like 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 vintage Tom Brady against the Rams. So it's like, oh yeah, it's that that dude, a little bit of that dude is still in that dude type of thing. And I just couldn't think of another. I was thinking about uh, I don't I I don't I don't think Colin Murray's top five. But to me, the thing is, it's all borderline. Like Kyler yes. Murray, Burrow, mm-hmm. Herbert. So it's like. Which one do I choose? And then that's what uh, Tom Brady. Cause like it's it's hard though. Like cause like it's I know it like that 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 fifth spot is very hard because there's so many guys you can go in that direction with. So I just, I just went with Brady because I saw that that comeback he had uh, last Sunday. Do okay. say, it's like it's like your brain hard resets back to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do say you put now you put Aaron Rodgers in the top five on Sunday, right? In your top five, yes, right? I did. Yes, I did. You you I'm didn't cool. put you didn't put Tom Brady. I don't believe I did. I definitely put Lamar. Definitely put Lamar there. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lamar. yeah. Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Lamar. I think Lamar is top five. I think just because he's winning a different, unconventional way yeah. doesn't mean that he wins 70% of his games. He's top five. Facts. Um, but, but, I, I agree. But, Mike, I got you, I'm going to ask you a question real quick. So, you yes, say sir. Tom Murray is your fifth one over Joey, Joey Bur- Burrow, right? So, what you saw last year from the Bengals and players, I, what he did. I, I said, well, should wait, he let, be let me... top? Should he be over Tom Murray? And this off the playoff Ka- run, Murray? yeah, off the playoff, what we saw in the playoffs, he beat the he beat, he beat the uh, the Chiefs, right? Or was it the Bills? Mm-hmm. They beat the, they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. Beat the Chiefs. You beat the Chiefs. Ty Murray lost against the Rams. Looked bad against the Rams in the playoffs. I must take Joey over him. Just off the playoff run he had last year. I I would, to me. I, I, I playoffs I, me. What you do in the playoffs and what matters most is really big to me. All, all look. This all I know. This all I know. If if you tell if you put if if the, if there was a draft board, and I need a quarterback, and the two options are Burrow and Kyler Murray, I'm going to take Joe Burrow. So I do not Me disagree. I too. do not disagree with you. Like I said, I think I think Burrow is I think Burrow is a better quarterback. The issue with putting with the issue with putting Burrow that high is for me, he has only had one great year and then when you combine this season with it and, and last season let's be clear let's be clear last season wasn't great he had a great postseason run um and, and when you combine that with this season he has only had two, he's only played two good games which were the last two games that Cincinnati has had he's only played two good games this season that is my only thing with Joe Burrow like I think he is just as talented as Herbert, I think I think as far as the next gener- the next generation of QBs, I think it's gonna be Mahomes, Allen, 
Lamar Jackson, Herbert, and Burrow. I think those are the five. Those are the five elite ones. If, but like when when the next generation takes over, you know, and, and they're reigning now. Um, but the thing with Burrow right now, I've only seen an exceptional playoff run in two good games this year. Before the playoff run, Joe Burrow was Joe Burrow was around that ten or eleven QB ranking. All right. As the resident AFC North fan, let me be 100% honest with you. Kyler Murray puts no fear in my heart. See, and see, and see. I, Dude, and, and Joe I, I, Burrow no. scares the whole fuck out of me. Because I'm going to tell you who he reminds me of. He reminds me of Carson Palmer. And I hated come on, when come we on, played come on, Carson come on, come Palmer. On. Wait, wait, wait. What we're going to do, what we're going to do is we're going to put some respect on Joe Burrow's name. He is, okay. better, than he is better than Carson Palmer. Dude, that's not, no, I'm telling. I'm saying he reminds me of him, like but, the but, feeling I got when we played those Bengal teams in the early to mid 2000s, and he was leading them. When matter of fact, I put it to you like this: that could have been him back in 2005 when we made our run and won a Super Bowl. We played them first, and he was fucking torching us. So he so, goes down. Kitna comes in. The Steelers get number five. It's because, like that legit could have been that Super Bowl was for them. They had it. So look, let me let me let me put let me put another thought let me put another thought in your head, right? Mm-hmm. It could be that we're thinking like that as for, at least you and I are thinking like that because you see Joe Burrow more than the Cowboys do, right? Mm-hmm. The Cowboys see Callum Murray more than the Steelers do. Every the same way you said that we listen, saw Callum Murray listen, two of the last three listen, years. Listen, listen, listen. The same way, the same way that you say Kyler Murray don't put no fear in your heart. Mm-hmm. When the Cowboys play in Cincinnati, Joe Burrow don't put no fear in my heart. I know he's good, but he don't put fear in my heart. Kyler Murray is a worse quarterback, and I still get shook whenever we got to play him because he just find a way to take his little ass. His little ass don't go down. <laughs> his little ass don't go down. Like, the Cowboys can never sack this man. And so, like, it's all. It's like the Cardinals stay on offense forever. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I'm not saying Kyler Murray is better than Burrow. I'm just saying that. I'm just. I'm just saying that for Burrow, I just need to. I just want to see him do what he do more. That's all. And then I will put him top five. I would have no problem doing it. I'm not saying I'm putting Kyler Murray top five either. I don't know who fits in that. Maybe you know what? Fucking, I'll put Justin Herbert there. I was high on Herbert. I'll, I'll put him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I told you my only problem with Herbert. He just has to win more, and he Char- did that on Sunday. Chargers five and three, and and, and no, Chargers, not. the Chargers are five and three. No, they're not. I just looked it up. The Chargers have four losses, dude. I'm looking right now. It says the Chargers they, they are five, five and three. three. Yeah, they're they're five, five and three. three. They're yeah, five, five and three. three. Oh no, they were supposed to lose. The Chargers are five and three. The Chargers That's are five and three, and yeah. and I and I want you to keep it in mind since you since you critical of Herbert, Herbert been winning without Keenan Allen, and I know Keenan Allen been hurt all year because I got him on my mm-hmm. fantasy team and can't do I do too. With him. I do Herbert, too. I, I can't stand Keenan Allen, but but I'm deep at receiver, so I don't really give a damn. <laughs> yeah, shit, I care. <laughs> most most weeks he wouldn't even he wouldn't even play for me. That's how good I am at receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but do say just for the for the record, who who was who's your top five? Who, who's your top five right now? My top five right now quarterbacks will be number one. I'm 
rank them. Number one, Josh Allen. Can you all say that Josh Allen's number one? Yes, we oh, yes, can. yes, okay. we can. And, and, and can do, we all say Josh hey, Allen? Do say, do yeah. say. This is what I want you to do when we get when we get back to L House because we we you watch you coming over to watch the fight. You going you yeah. going over to the house to watch the fight this weekend, right? Yeah. So look, yeah. when we get when we get to L House. And L start talking about Mahomes is the best QB because he said it on Sunday. He said it last Sunday. I, I told him, I told him that Josh Allen was the best one. He gonna yell from all the way upstairs. No, he's not. Pat Mahomes, blah, blah, blah. Pat Mahomes is good. He's very innovative in everything. But I think we should all be able to agree. Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the league yeah, right Josh now. Josh Allen is different. He's that man. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's like, I mean, you got, he, he's like a Cam Newton in a sense, but way better arm talent. Like, way better mm-hmm. arm talent. He's a, he's, a, he's a better Ben Roethlisberger. There you go. Yeah. Athletic and, ben and, that, there you that, go. That, that hurts. Come on, bro. That hurts to, That hurts for me to even admit. Hey, look. look, <laughs> look ben, ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger, Ben, ben Roethlisberger was a really good quarterback. Um, but, great quarterback. You know, great quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he's a great quarterback. He just, you know, he ain't Josh Allen, though. Nah, he Josh, just Josh, ain't Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen different. Number two in my ranking is going to be um, Pat Mahomes. Yep, agree. Number three going to be Lamar Jackson. I agree. Number four, I know he has a bad season, everything, but I'm going to pick, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna pit Aaron Rodgers. I'm not, I, I, I will. I will agree. I will agree with that. I, I will I, agree. I, I don't think huh? it's all is okay. It's part to blame with Aaron Rodgers, but also I think with Aaron Rodgers and then the Green Bay Packers, since they don't have Devontae Adams this year, they're so they used to what, what last what three years have been so Devontae Adams heavy that now since you don't have him now, you got to switch up your philosophy. They got two good running backs with with, with Jones and Dylan. They should be a run first team. They should, they should be. be. And Agreed. the receivers they they drafted, they're not. Um, besides uh, the guy from Nevada, what's his name? Number eighty-seven. Oh, do- Dobbs. Oh, Dobbs. Dobbs. Dobbs is talented. Dobbs, nice. Yeah, Dobbs. Dobbs but the other guy that they drafted from uh, North Dakota State, he's like a like a poor man, Debo. Debo. So you gotta do jet sweeps and stuff like that. So they're not using. Adam Lazard. Right. You talking about Lazard? Got, no, not Lazard. The guy they drafted from North Dakota State. I can't I think of his name. Is. Top of my head. I don't know. Give me three seconds. Yeah, but um. Uh, but they, that's my that's my issue with the Green Bay Packers. They need to switch up their identity. So if they switch their identity, the Green Bay Packers would be a way better team. But that's just my little two cents. So so do say you two right two right. Yes. Oh, two right. So do say you think. Uh, so do you put? So okay, having said that, do you put more of the blame for the Packers this year on Rodgers, or do you put it on Matt Lafleur and his offensive calling, his play calling? Matt Lafleur and offensive calling because. I think since, like, same thing with the Ravens. Since you have a super talent Aaron Rodgers and super talent Lamar Jackson, they think they can go out there and just, um, with their talent they can win every game without really changing philosophy. No, it doesn't work like that. Every year you almost got to come to the NFL with a new identity because things changes. Like, every year the NFL is a new year. So sometimes you got to switch things up because you not know injuries, free agency, the draft, whoever you might get. So I think the Packers is kind of letting down – Aaron Rodgers a little bit, but it's also part of Aaron Rodgers being who he is. He's just, he's stubborn. Let's be honest, he's hella stubborn. You know what I mean, he's hella he's hella stubborn. We all know that. Um, so it, he might not want to change. He might not want to change. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers is like the greatest leader. I think if he had more better leadership, he would won more Super Bowls. But that's my just personal opinion. Um, and then Justin Herbert, that's a, a very good. I forgot who said it, but I definitely agree. I think Justin Herbert. I love I love who he is. I love his talent. 
I love his uh I just I don't know, I don't think he has a weakness in the pocket. So it's you putting just, Herbert you putting Herbert above Burrow? Yes, I am. Ooh, okay. Yes, I okay. I, I think I think uh for, for Herbert, the, the, the Chargers problem, they go they go on it for fourth down way too many times. They they be on the own the own four yard line, fourth and two, they're going for it. You know what I'm saying? They, I think that cost them a lot of a lot of wins that could eventually could make um they will won some of those games, they'll be in the playoffs. So I think that the, the was it Brandon Staley? Some of his 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 him going for a fourth town has has cost the Chargers uh games. And but they the roster is loaded on both sides of the ball. They're loaded. But also they also get hit by injury bug a lot too. Hell but yeah. besides besides that, I think Justin Herbert, I think I for me personally, I think five years from now, he can challenge Josh Allen being the number one quarterback in the NFL. I think five years from now we had this conversation. I think he'd be right up there. I, I agree. Corey, so so you still keeping Brady in your in your five? Yeah. Okay. For this week. If you ask me again next week, I probably have a different answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's and fluid, bro. List is fluid. All right. Well, speaking of things that could happen in the next week, outside of you changing your opinion, yo, this Odell Beckham thing is starting to heat up a bit. Um Apparently the Cowboys on took him on like two or three dates and on called him and texted him, "Hey, big head," over like the last week, week and a half. Um, if this actually does go through, I believe it'll help Dallas, but it'll it'll give them it'll give them the, the bump that they were missing without having uh, Amari Cooper. I'm not saying he's gonna come back and be what Amari was. For Dallas, what Amari was for Dallas was outstanding and doesn't get enough praise, if you ask me. I think time OBJ can come. Out, yeah. So the on the lineup, it says, where will OBJ go? Mm-hmm. Now, you just started talking about the Cowboys. Are you predicting OBJ going to the Cowboys? Or are you trying to, are you trying to bait me and Corey into something? No, I honestly believe he's going to Dallas. You're not... One thing about Jerry Jones, and I think we all know this is because Jerry won't shut the hell up. Once he gets on to something, he wants it. Now, granted, we do know his son does make all the personnel moves, but something like this is actually one of the few times I can agree with Jerry Jones and say, this is the move that y'all can make, and it won't hurt. Hey, because cool. something because something that Odell is that a lot of people don't get, Odell is a super smart wide receiver, and you cannot coach that. You don't hey. have that outside of CeeDee Lamb on your roster right now. So our smart receivers, you don't have that. He can actually possess that for you and be able to help get CD those same one-on-ones or one-on-1.5s, depending on how you shade your zone defenses. He'll open him up more, and it'll open the offense up more, which, including this, also will help them on the in the ground game as well because now you can no longer pinch your coverage. You have to keep it toward the sidelines. Hey, that Corey. opens up running lanes. This is the move to make. Hey, Corey, look, Killer talk about he know Jerry Jones. We know Stephen Jones. So uh, uh, I know you don't think this is about to happen, do you? <sighs> I was, you know, it's so funny. As Killer was talking, I was saying the only way this doesn't happen is Stephen Jones. But I will say this though: the one thing that would give me that doesn't put that doesn't make me as pessimistic about it is that if you sign Odell, it has to be for a one-year deal. And 
I can see Jerry convincing Steven of doing a one-year deal mm-hmm. for Odell. And in that sense, that won't hurt. Now, I don't know. I don't obviously none of us know what like opposing teams are offering and all that good stuff. We just know Odell. He wants to go to a contender. He wants to win, right? But for a one-year deal, yeah, I think the Cowboys and anybody, but since we're everybody's talking about the Cowboys, I think that's something that the Jones family should definitely do. Like that's something that won't hurt. Like we're we're not you know against the cap in that regard. Like we can afford a one-year deal for Odell Beckham. It's smart. It helps the team. It help definitely helps the offense. It helps CD Lamb. It helps everybody. To me, that's a that's actually like Killer said. It's actually one of the rare big-time moves that is also a smart move for the team. So I, they should do it. I I just I just let me tell you something, man. If it comes out that the reason the Cowboys don't do it was because Stephen Jones didn't feel comfortable about some money, like anyway, I'll save that for for that time. Anyway, well, go ahead. What you think, Mike? Don't go on no rant, Corey. You know that's me. I'll be going on the rants. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. You you was the Cowboys, me it's the Lakers. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Mm-hmm. Ho- hold up, hold up. Do say you think OBJ going to Cowboys? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. First of all, OBJ, he's going to be a hot commodity. First of all, so he's going to get cleared in two weeks. So let's name the playoff teams. I, I got to stand this right here, the playoff team. So let's say, okay, the Bills. Do you think they're going to call o- OBJ? Nah. You don't think they're, they're going to call OBJ? They don't, they're, not gonna mess up, they're not going to mess it up. They're not going to mess up their chemistry with Diggs and Gabe Davis. Gabe, Gabe Davis is too nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chiefs, do you think they're going to call OBJ? Nope. No. You don't they loaded. They okay, loaded. Ravens. They should call OBJ. They should, not. but they yeah. don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't know. He might. He he'll give him a one word answer. Text back. Okay. Titans. They're not. He's not. He's gonna leave them red. The Jets. He's not taking that phone call. Dolphins. Nah. When, when nope. is he gonna get a catch? Nah. I'm, I'm just. I'm just throwing out there because he he going to a contender. <laughs> he's going to a contender. I'm, so Chargers. No. Don't think so. With all the injuries. That that, that could work too. That, Y'all was that, that can that. work. That, that could work. work because you're not 100% sure how Kenny Allen's going to come back from this injury. It's not like you're not talented at wide receiver. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you. And on top of that, some of the best secondaries in all of football I'm, are I'm in the tell you why. Killer, I can see Killer, being a Killer, Killer, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why that ain't going to work. I'm going to tell both of y'all why that ain't going to work. Because Odell Beckham is not about to go to an afterthought team. The fact of the matter is the Chargers are the Los Angeles Clippers of L.A. Don't nobody care about the Chargers. He play, he's played for the for the Giants and for the Rams. He, and the Browns. He, played, he played for the Browns, but, yeah, but the Browns. didn't have but didn't have a choice. He didn't he didn't sign there. But but we we did we all kind of, well we all agree. Um, but Herbert not Herbert. Um, yeah, Her, Herbert. We say he's a top five quarterback, right? Thanks. So and also Mike Williams is out. And then also Keen Allen's out. So there is room for him. It makes sense. It, it makes, makes sense. sense. But I think I think I think that and I think the Chargers would call him. I think that he would leave the phone ringing though. I do not mm. believe Odell. You know, he's too his personality. His personality okay. he, he too, too he too much star he, he got too much star power. Okay. All right, we leave yeah. it there. Okay, so we're gonna go to NFC. Okay. The Eagles. Nah. No. Nah, nah. Now I'm I'm an Eagles fan. I think we will call them. This is for two reasons. A, we don't want him to go to Cowboys. 
<laughs> we don't want to go casual. Also, let's say Brown goes down. Um, let's say yeah, let's say Brown go down, right? We gonna nah, let's not speak that. Don't you speak that? He's my fancy team. Don't speak. my fancy Oh, he's on my fancy. He's on my or Devontae Smith. Let's say one of them go down. We gonna have a problem at wide receiver. And also, he won't play with Katina with eight and O. He going to get touches. He will get touches. That can be a dark horse. Not even saying that because I'm an Eagles fan. But I'm just saying that that could be a dark horse with Devontae Smith, AJ Brown. It, that that could that could that's be a dark, dark horse. Yeah, that's that a dark could horse. Be. And, and I agree with that. He's playing with Jalen Hurts and that system too. He's going to be wide open. And I think what what OBJ can bring to the Eagles is something that we don't have currently right now. All right, so Vikings. Do you think anybody think he will go there? Nope. No. No. Okay. All right, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. All right. They made a move for Hawkinson already. They're good. Okay. All right. Then, okay, next is uh, Seattle Seahawks. I wouldn't mess this up. I, 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 if I was Seattle, I wouldn't call. I'm going to be honest. If, if wow. I was Seattle, I would. I would call about Seattle. Uh, if, if I was Seattle, I would. Oh, my God. DK and OBJ with Tyler yeah. Lockett in the slot. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Seattle, you got to make that call. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying if, he If I was Seattle... And Seattle, and Seattle got got money too, cause Geno Smith ain't taking up no cap and playing and playing excellent. Yeah, yo, if I was Seattle, I'd call. I'd remember, call. Remember, he wants to go to a contender, well, a contender with a quarterback. All right, number four, the Buccaneers. No, no, no. they they no. cap is they too strapped. They're is it because is is it because the way they're playing now? They four and five. Is nah, that it's the main? Because, nah, it's the cap. Money, money, the, the money. Okay, okay, we already talked about the Cowboys. The Giants are six and two. I don't think he will go there because of the quarterback Daniel Jones. But anybody think he will go back reunion? I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't think he will go. No, it's not even. It's not even a quarterback. Keep in mind, he played with Eli Manning. It can't get much worse. But Daniel so, Jones though. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Daniel Jones worse than Eli. I hate yeah. Eli. I think Eli god awful. But Daniel Jones worse than Eli. <laughs> Daniel Jones is god-awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Eli, Eli is god-awful. Like, like he god-awful. I, I can't call him god-awful. He just... Okay, I'm sorry. Eli Manning, Eli Manning is god-awful for a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's overrated for a Hall of Fame quarterback, for sure. Facts. <laughs> for sure. Um, he's only going to Super Bowl because he beat Tom Brady twice in a 17-0 team. But, uh, yep. All right, so number seven, the last team in the NFC... 49ers. I say yes. I'm making oh that call. God. I will call. call. Yeah. I'm making that call. I can With see him, you. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Mm-hmm. You know why? And Kittle? Kyle Shanahan. His play calling? His play calling? He going to get Odell. OBJ will definitely get touches. I, I, I like that. They they are, run, they are run first team, though. But the way, but remember, they do jet sweeps. They do, they, they'll somehow give OBJ the ball. You're not putting you're not putting OBJ on a jet sweep after he coming back from a from a torn ACL. You're not doing that. You don't think so? Oh no, OBJ. Oh, OBJ. Not oh, okay. Even well, he, I'm not saying he wanted the toss sweeps, but okay, you know he. That's a that's outside. a Debo play. That's a yeah, Debo. That's Debo. Yeah. That's Debo play. I'm, but I'm saying he'll be okay. He'll be outside. You know what I'm saying? One on one. I like that. I I, I like that. I mean, I like if that. I'm saying if I'm saying Fran, I'm calling. If, if I'm to calling. me that makes sense. And if I'm and if I'm OBJ, I'm listening to San Fran. And I think with the OBJ sweepstakes. I think it's gonna be a dark horse. This somebody we don't expect. That's just my personal opinion. I don't know who it will be, but I think it might be like the Eagles, Chargers, 49 Somebody we just may not think it will be. I know everybody favors the Cowboys. I know everybody favors the Cowboys. I know we got two Cowboys fans here, but I 
think it's. I haven't be, even said. My, I haven't even said nothing. I, I think I think it'll be the Chargers, the Eagles, or the 49ers. I think those are my three teams. I think he will go to. I uh, okay. I, I don't know who he gonna go to. I know where he's not going, and he ain't going to Dallas. I know he's not going to Dallas because Stephen Jones runs the player personnel. Jerry does not run it. That is a fact. Jerry can make all the all the noise he wants. It is a fact. Stephen Jones lit, runs the Cowboys, and everybody think that Jerry and and everybody think Jerry Jerry runs it. But we literally did a breakdown on this show when me and Corey tried to explain like. Stephen Jones runs the show in Dallas. It is not ran through Jerry. Jerry is just a person that you see on the microphone who's talking, um, and, and he and he ultimately writes the checks. But it's Stephen Jones and Will McClay who go out there, who do the, uh, the who who get who look at the the different players and do the football analysis, figure out whether they be a good fit and everything like that. And so and and, and Will McClay he'll tell Stephen Jones that that OBJ is a good fit for what Dallas is trying to do. However. However, Stephen Jones is not going to want to go to his daddy and say, "Yeah, pops, uh, I need I need 15 million for one year for OBJ." Cuz Jerry will write the check, but Stephen will look at it as a bad investment. Why? Because Stephen Jones is all about Building from within, building through the draft. He doesn't make no big acquisitions. Killer, you know football. Let me, let me, mm-hmm. uh, let me, let me. Uh, matter of fact, Corey, this might it might be better for Corey to do it. Corey, who drafted Anthony Brown? Uh, Stephen Jones, Will McClay. And is Anthony Brown good? No. And they have yet to cut him. Why? Depth. I don't know. Cause they drafted him. <laughs> um, um, what you call it? We didn't cut. We didn't cut Anthony Brown. Um, we didn't. We didn't cut. Uh, th- there are so many players. Oh, we we did cut Tristan Hill. That's a new one. We did cut him. Mm-hmm. Usually, usually we wait till after the season. But Stephen Jones is all about building from within. So when you see uh, Demarcus Lawrence get an extension or get his deal restructured, it's because homegrown. Micah Parsons, homegrown. Diggs, homegrown Prescott, Zeke, Tony Pollard, the whole offensive line, everybody on the team is homegrown. I don't know what the hell makes you think OBJ going to come to Dallas, but that ain't how Stephen Jones operate. But I will say this though, Mike. To be fair, like if this were, if we were talking like a multi-year deal, then yes, I would wholeheartedly agree with you. You know, Stephen Jones loves him some one-year deals now. He loves him some one-year deals. Yeah, but Stephen Jones also also looks at he. Stephen, the problem, see, the problem with the Cowboys, Stephen Jones runs the Cowboys like a business instead of a football team. So, Stephen, so having said that, Stephen Jones, he's going to look at the investment. I'm going to give him a one-year deal, but in actuality, he is only under contract for about four months. Do I want to pay this man between 10 and 15 million for four months of play? Nah. Nah, that return on that ROI, that return on investment, it's not it's not good enough. A Super yeah. Bowl, the potential, the potentiality of whoa, a whoa, Super Bowl whoa. isn't Who's, good enough. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who said Super Bowl? When you make the playoffs, you are a potential Super Bowl team. No, 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 no. Nobody 
including Stephen Jones and the Cowboys, nobody is expecting them to get to the Super Bowl this year. Dude, no one expected the Bengals. No one expected the Steelers in 05. No one expected it's diff- but the no, Eagles it's when diff- they made they run it's, after Wentz um, went down. It's different. The Bengals drafted three homegrown receivers. They drafted Burrow. They drafted Mixon. They had a magical run. If it was, if it was, if we had a magical run in the playoffs with the personnel that we got now, that's different. We ain't had no magical run. We ain't had it. And the expectation is not for us to get to the Super Bowl after losing, after losing Amari Cooper um, and, and all this other shit. Hell, we might not even have Zeke after this year because of the cap hit. So, like, because of the cap hit that he's going to have on his contract. So, like, we kind of in transition right now. Like, yeah, our record is good because Cooper Rush held it down. But, like, let's not – don't 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 get that confused. Don't, don't be confused. Ain't nobody – Expecting the Cowboys to to win the Super Bowl. All right, yeah, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying, you're actually proving my point. If you know the end is near, do all you can right now. No, I'm I'm not saying the end is near. I'm saying that there's just a new beginning that's happening that it got nothing to do. We have no old players. I think Dak might be one of the oldest players on the team. Dak is, I think, 29 years old. We don't have no old players, so why so why are we gonna sign OBJ for four months? Because at least if it doesn't work, it just clears. It just gets fresh off the books after the offseason. So it's like you don't lose anything, financially anyway. I don't know, man. I, look, I don't. I don't see it. I. I just don't. I just. I, Stephen Jones has let me down. I mean, look, don't don't get me wrong. Stephen Jones, yes, he is the he is the boogeyman of the Cowboys. Don't I? So I completely understand where you're coming from. I feel that and, way too. And if and if. If we're talking, if we are going to sign him, like if it's actually going to happen and the Cowboys are going to sign OBJ, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be pissed that it's only for one year. If I, if we're going to sign OBJ, no. Lock him up for t- at least two. Give me at least two because this year he's not going to be right. Next year, when he, like when he has a full offseason uh, and he's not hurt, and he can train, and he can do. He can his uh, his um, ACL can get even more rest during the off season, and he can come in the next season fresh and everything like that. It's always the second year. It's always the second year after you recover that is, is that's when like you really get back to yourself. So if we sign him for one year, and that's this year. Oh, I'm hot. I'm what if hot he only wants like, one year though? Huh? What if he only wants to sign one year? Let him let him go sign with the Chargers, like Duce said. My question, real quick. So, yeah. your expectation of the Cowboys, you don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year? No, hell no. See, 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 this is, yeah, see, see, you're a different Cowboys fan because 99.9% of the Cowboys fans didn't get, think they're going to win the Super Bowl everywhere. And that's the expectation. To, to, I ain't going to say 99. I'm going to say 85. 85% of the Cowboys fans. Nah, nah, you're you, you that, that 1% that's different. Yeah, I tell, <laughs> you, I tell you this all the time. I tell you this all the time. You're that 1% that's different, but. Because because all the Cowboys fans I know besides you, they think gonna win Super Bowl every year. It's Super Corey, Bowl. Corey don't think Corey don't think we gonna win the Super Bowl. All right, so he's with that one percent. I found, I found <laughs> somebody else then. You know what I'm saying? But everybody else, the expectation is Super Bowl or bust. You yeah, say, imagine yeah, how I feel finding these two in undergrad like that though. I was like, yeah, damn, like, I got I got two Cowboy fans that understand the actual level of their ball club. This is amazing. It, it, I'm I'm shocked. I'm sh- I tell Mike, Mike, Mike this all the time. I'll be shocked when he be like really reasonable and really 
unbiased to the Cowboys. I'm I'm surprised. Hey, look, hey, look, we was having this conversation on Sunday. Look, do say L, they be trying to bait me the killer, they be trying to bait me in the uh into like doing some like super cowboy fan type shit and they're like saying something crazy. <laughs> they can't get me because like I'm like, yo, I'm not I'm not that dude. I'm not like them delusional, the delusional fans. You, I'm, you I'm one of the few me. fans who hates their teams. Like, it, I don't it's, hate. No, I, no, 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 not, stop, not, stop not, not, I mean, I don't hate to, the Cowboys. To, no, to, to Corey, what, to the, what, the what other is, people would think, like, if they, like the way they hear you talk about the Cowboys, when we talk about Chicago, how we talk about the Bulls, um, when we talk about the Red Sox, like when we talk about our teams. So, so I don't, I don't. It's hate, different. Yeah, I don't hate my teams. I don't hate them. But I am very um, critical. I'm very critical and I'm very hard on them because there is a certain level of expectation that I expect my teams to have. So, for example, the the Dallas Cowboys, we are supposedly America's team. We have we are the most valuable. We're the biggest NFL franchise ever. We're the greatest NFL franchise ever. All of these things. So when we don't do, when we don't live up to what, to that, I'm not the guy that's going like gatekeep for the Cowboys. I'm not the guy that's going to be like, oh, well, this is why we're playing like this. Like, no, we fucking suck. Like, I'm, I'm not about to make the excuse. That That's just, that's just how I am, I guess, or whatever. And Corey the same way. Corey just not as vocal about it as I am. I be ragging on the Cowboys every offseason. I've been hurt one too many times, man. I I stopped falling for it a long time ago, bro. Nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this man Corey sound like a parent who just came to terms with the fact that he know his child ain't about to be shit. He's like, you know what? I'm just. <laughs> yo, yo, real real quick, can we can we jump can we jump to Alabama losing? Yeah, I was actually going. I right I, I, I want to. I love this topic because I love it as a as an ACC guy. I fucking love it. I love it. I love it as a guy who can't stand Alabama. I, can't I love stand it. Alabama. I love it because I called it several years ago before we um like after because college dynasties typically last between four to six years. Does that sound about right? Between four and six is typically how it goes. Think yeah, about no. USC's heyday. Then you think about Florida State's heyday in the nineties as well as Miami's run and. I, I, was, I, w- I would say I would say that like your major college football programs have yeah. like a decade of dominance. That's usually the cap is a decade. Yeah, but but usually usually it's like a four to six year of oh shit, I don't want to play them. Oh yeah, damn, facts, they're facts. they're on my schedule this week. I felt that way about Miami. Then I felt that way about Florida. Then I felt that way about Bama. I was like, I I don't feel that way about Bama right now. Because they just lost to an LSU team that my Seminoles beat. And we were handling them until like the tail end of that game. Fuck LSU. They lost to Brian Kelly. I'm sorry. Maybe it's me. I don't I never I never thought Brian Kelly was a great coach. I just never did. I just never did. I don't care what he did in Notre Dame or none of that. I never thought Brian Kelly was a good coach. I definitely didn't ain't think he deserved an LSU job. I I'd rather have uh Ed Orgeron still if I was LSU over Brian Kelly. Why did they fire Ed Orgeron again? I have no idea. Because that one was kind of a weird firing. And also, um, speaking of firing, of course, um Auburn let their coach go last week too, but 
they suck this year, so no one cares. Who was that? Uh, is that Malzahn? Uh, Malzahn been gone for years. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. Malzahn was the coach when they played Florida State. God damn. Can I say one thing about Alabama? Yes, sir. Their, their, their dynasty. I really got must say, Alabama is like the to me the worst college football dynasty of all time. Like I, I don't know. I, what? I, first, this is what I'm saying. First off, I don't like Alabama at all. I think the dynasty. I, I think it's the worst. Hasn't like it's not as memorable as the Miami teams, the Florida State teams. Um, certain Texas teams, the USC teams, them dynasty. I think they're more legendary than this Alabama run. I, and this is my personal opinion. You know what I'm saying? Alabama just uh, it just doesn't do it for me. Has has a view of a of a lover of college football. I hate this this Alabama run. It's just it's not that memorable to me. Do name name mem- any memorable Alabama games. It's kind of hard to name memorable Alabama games the, the when you mem- were whooping everyone's ass. The memorable, the memorable Alabama game that I got two of or them. ones they lost. Nah, when they destroyed Texas, like they injured Colt McCoy on the first play of the uh, national championship. Mm-hmm. Then the second time was when they destroyed the shit out of Sam Bradford in Oklahoma. Oh, don't but forget the Notre Dame game either. Mateo as linebacker. They, yeah. they oh my goodness. Yeah, but, but I'm yeah. saying this has been like. What about the game against Georgia? And Florida last Tebow's year? last game. Last year? No, the national championship game against Georgia. The other one, the one they won. Two years ago. Two years ago. Oh, that, that, that was, was that, that was like that's like four years ago. The one that one that um Tua came in. Yeah. Yeah, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So they've had their marks of great games, and on top of that. You know a you know a team is great or a team has a dynasty going of one that you can always kind of call back to when the losses matter. And I mean they matter and they shake and reverberate throughout the entire nation. The first one that comes to mind off rip just because that year was magical for my squad as well, 2013. The kick? The miracle return? Yeah, oh Auburn. yeah, yeah. It's Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. It gets Auburn, yeah, it gets Auburn, mm-hmm. yeah. Then what about the Cam Newton game when Cam went nuts on them? Yeah. Oh, Johnny Manziel too. Johnny Manziel too. Johnny Manziel. Think about what it took. It took a team that got to a national championship and almost won it. It took two Heisman Trophy winners and two number one overall. Well, um, Manziel was number one overall pick, was he? No, he was like he first round. He's first round. Yeah, he first was first round. round. Yeah. Two, 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 two early round quarterbacks, first round quarterbacks, one the number one overall, to be able to beat you. That's what it takes. And not to mention, they were a couple of snaps into um being in that game against um against Joey B and LSU. That was the only game they didn't blow somebody out in. Was when they matched up with Bama. Maybe it's so, just my strong hatred for Alabama. I just yeah, like, yeah. I, I just, so, I just I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to get you a dress when this is over, and I'm I'm going to mail you my SEC filter because you can ask Mike. I hate that conference. Me too. Me too. With a I, fucking I'm, passion. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I, I'm yeah, a no. I, I hate I, it. I, I hate it. I hate I hate Alabama just like y'all. My hate for Alabama. My hate for I hate Alabama Florida more than anybody though. No, I hate I, I hate Alabama more than I hate Oklahoma, and I'm a, and I'm a Texas fan. I hate Alabama more than I hate Oklahoma. 
Um, but now nah, I hate I hate Alabama because it's not necessarily their reign. To me, their their reign it has been fucking crazy, and I mean it in a good way. Um, but Alabama don't produce good pro talent. Alabama Alabama is Duke. They are the Duke of football. Like Duke's Duke men's basketball, Alabama football. They are the same thing. They do not produce they they do not produce good pro talent. I'm, look at look at Alabama. The the only talent that Alabama can produce is defensive talent. They can't produce a quarterback to save their life. The, the the running backs they just started producing good running backs. They just started because um, because for a long time it was Trent Richardson and everybody before Trent Richardson that was an Alabama running back was ass. Um, it, look the the receivers now Alabama do got receivers. I will give them that they got receivers, they got defensive tackles, and they got cornerbacks. They got a couple of they got a couple of safeties, but like they don't. Like for all the hype that Alabama quarterbacks get, the AJ McCarrens and all, and the Mac Joneses and all of them, they don't produce good. They don't produce good quarterbacks. They don't even produce good offensive linemen. And, nice. and so and so that's so that's one reason why I hate Alabama. The second one, Alabama ruined college football. They ruined it. Alabama has because of Alabama. College football now is going to become literally probably I think it's like a three conference, a three conference league. It's gonna be like it's gonna be the SEC. I think the ACC is like resting on their laurels, which the ACC ain't big enough to just sit. They they gonna get wiped out eventually. But the there's the SEC. I think there's the ACC, and I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be like the Big Ten. Because I think even the Pac-12 got up, is getting absolved and everything. It's yeah, they're going to join the Big 12 on um, Big the 10. Big 10. Yeah, so it's going to be those three conferences, and then you got every, and then you got everybody else. And it's all because of Alabama. It's all because of them. And so, like, I just got a problem. I just got a problem with the whole, with the whole thing. The reason why the reason why the college football playoffs need to be expanded is because Alabama is always in it. And you get tired of seeing them and you want to see and you hope if it's more teams that get into the playoffs, then that means somebody else has a has a chance to take them out. Like like Alabama ruined it ruined college football. It ruined it. Alabama has ruined college football so much to where it is now considered a bad football season if a team loses two games in a season. If a if a, if a ranked team loses two games. It's considered a bad season. Think about that shit. Out of 13 total games, if you go 11 and 2, it's considered a down year for your football program. There were times where you could lose two games and still could make a national championship. There, there was times. There was times when, when, yeah, there was. It was just times when that. That's why to me, like this playoff shit is cool, man. I'd almost prefer it go back to the, the to the way it was because it's like even with the playoffs, Alabama still be getting there every fucking year. So I'm happy that this loss solidified that they probably won't make the playoffs well, unless everything happens. You know they expanded playoffs coming up. Eight. Um, a year, 
next year. I think I think it's next year. Next year is eighteen. Next year, I think they start at eight, then eventually Mike goes to twelve. He might do twelve, but I know it's okay. You said eight. Eventually, I think it might go to twelve. So that is changing. And yeah. Mike, to your point, I, I like that Duke Alabama comparison with the pros, especially Duke in the nineties, early two thousands. Um, yeah. Alabama definitely, and that's what I mean by memorable. It the run been amazing, right? But yes, it's been memorable when a team beat them. That's like the memorable thing. But like players they produce, like you remember the the, the Miami teams from the early 2000s. You remember the the, the yeah. UFC teams, the Florida yeah. teams. Remember, yeah, yeah. I'm look, I'm looking at their quarterbacks as well. You remember the uh, same the, problem. Yeah, and you remember like when they when they become pros. You know what I'm saying? Like Ed Reed, you remember him in Miami? Then he all become a Hall of Famer. Reggie Reggie Bush. Now he didn't became he probably. Then become what we thought he was in the pros, but you still remember him from USC to the pros and stuff like that. And I don't think Alabama has those type of players that you remember, even like Andre Johnson from Miami or Clinton Portis from Miami. Mean, and, Julio and, Jones ain't one of them guys. He he he, he one of them. But I mean, how Derek Henry ain't one of them guys. Who else? Derek Henry ain't one of them guys. That's one. Calvin Ridley ain't one of them guys. Hell no, ah. Calvin, no, Calvin Ridley ain't good no more. Stop that. Ah. <laughs> Stop that. Stop that, killer. You know better than that. Right. I, I would have popped your hand if you would have been in front of me. <laughs> Not pop oh, my hand. On. Amari oh, Cooper ain't that guy either. All right. I, 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 I'll go back and be serious. Go, Amari go, Cooper ain't that kind of guy either. Go go down go down the talent. Go down the talent, killer. All right. So so you said Derrick Henry and Amari Cooper. Go go down. Derrick Henry, Amari Cooper, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Trayvon Diggs. Since we were naming defensive guys as well. Okay, Diggs. You got Cooper. You already named Cooper. Cooper. All right. Minka Fitzpatrick. I'll, I'll help you out. Julio Jones. I, I bet that was the first name I said. Oh, okay. Well, you had five. First, yeah, first name I said was Huli. Then no, I got first, Minka. First, first name you said was Derrick Henry. No, nah, I, I said um, I said Julio Jones ain't that guy. Derrick Henry ain't that guy. Okay, well, you, you had five. You, you named five. You named five so far, including Minka Fitzpatrick. All right, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. I, I mean, I would say Jalen Waddle. Patrick Sertain. I, I wouldn't say Devontae Smith just yet. I mean, he, to me, he got he needed to do more, but I'll give you I'll give you that though. Patrick Sertain. Okay, that's seven. And let me see. Jalen Hurst is gonna wind up turning into that guy. Jalen Hurst. Jalen Hurst, Oklahoma. I know he's Oklahoma, but he was definitely Bama too. He won a he won two at Bama, even though he only played in one one and a half in the championship games. I understand, but if you ask Jalen Hurts, he Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually Najee Harris will get there too. Najee Harris, all right, that's eight. And then um, for a period of time, Mark Ingram, I had him on fantasy teams almost every year. I'll give you Mark Ingram. I'll give you Mark Ingram. That's nine. And Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey. That's mm-hmm. ten. Oh, Quentin Williams. Quentin, I was getting there too. Quentin that's, Williams. That's eleven. Kareem Jackson. Twelve. Landon Collins. Hell no, he trash. Landon, you wouldn't put. What about Levi Wallace? Nope, I wouldn't put him there either. For the Bills. Yeah, I know who he is. Mm-hmm. 
even though I don't think he's in the league anymore, Ha Ha Clinton Dix was one of the best corners in the league for a good bit. Ha Ha Clinton Dix was not one of the best corners in the league. He was safety. He was safety though. Yeah, safety. Well, one of the best defensive backs. No, he was not one of the best defensive backs in the league. <laughs> when was he one of the best defensive backs in the league? Because the damn show wasn't in Chicago. Nah, it yeah. was damn show in Green Bay. He had a good playoff game. I forgot what game it was in Green right, Bay. Right, yeah, he had, he had a good playoff game. He had a good playoff game. <laughs> he had a good playoff game. They had like two picks or something. I forgot who they played, but yeah. Y'all tend to be forgetting um, that he was also one of the DBs that was giving y'all hell when y'all made the postseason against um, Green Bay as well. That don't got nothing to do with the price of tea in China. That man was not an elite defensive back. Right. That D line was that's, crazy though. Um, yeah, but that, that's where I am with it right now. With with, with that. So you got it's twelve some, some names. You got twelve solid players. Ha ha Clinton Dix made the second team all pro team one time in the Pro Bowl one time. That's it. And played for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. Ain't nothing great about no ha ha Clinton Dix. Oh, and C.J. Mosley, linebacker. Okay, that's 13. Yeah, he was good, yeah. That's 13. Here's my argument, though. LSU LSU put out better talent overall at uh, Alabama. Period. Oh, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. So, so I mean, so that, that, that LSU national championship team was probably the most talented football team I've seen so, since the 2000 Miami Hurricanes. So, so, look, so, look, check this out, check this out. All three of y'all, all three of y'all. Oh, trio. Killer just named. Killer just named thirteen total Alabama players that was like stars or whatever in the league. Current and, right now. Current. We doing by current or just overall? He said overall. He named thirteen off the top of his head. I'm not saying Alabama don't have more than thirteen. Okay. I'm saying he named thirteen off the top of his head. Gotcha. Can y'all name? Because I made a comparison to Duke men's basketball. Can y'all name thirteen? Duke players who were stars in the league in the NBA. Grand and I'm Hill. not, and I'm, I was about to say, I'm not, you cannot include Grant Hill because his career was tragic. So, no, but he still not, was a star, though. He still was a star. He, he was, uh, still, I mean, he still star, was a star. It, it, it was, was short lived, but he still was after a star. the year 2001. It was a rap fan. Once he signed to Orlando, it was a dub. But, but from what 94 to 2001, he was on a Hall of Fame projector. Uh, yeah, right, right. No, I mean, he did go to the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. Um, but yeah, I, I give you Grant Hill. I just I, when I just think of Grant Hill, I just think of tragedy. I don't think of great anything great. Because there, there was no moment play. in the league where I was like that boy Grant Hill. Like, I, there's no memory. Yeah, but he had. But like you said, um, he he. I think he got hurt in Detroit. His ankles. I think it, yeah, I think it was in 2000 when he got hurt. So I'll say five years from 1994 to 1999, Grant Hill was a star. So, so yeah, Grant Hill, who else? Jason Tatum. Tatum, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Carlos Boozer. Boozer, yeah, Booz. Dang. Luol Dang. That's five. Mm. Zion. 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 O-B-I. Yeah. And, and R- RJ. RJ and B-I. B.I., yeah. that's eight. Brandon Ingram. Oh, B.I., yeah. Yeah, that's eight. Uh-huh. Uh, would y'all throw... Would y'all throw... Oh, go ahead. 
No, I would say I know his Curry brother went there. Steph Curry went there. Seth? Yeah. I wouldn't say Seth. Okay. Nah, Seth. I mean, I, I, oddly enough, I didn't really if, care much if, for Seth being at Duke more so if, than he was at Liberty. If for me, for me, if if I wouldn't say if I wouldn't say Gary Trent Jr., I'm definitely not saying Seth. I just about to say Gary Trent Jr. too. But he ain't like he not a star in like he's he's not a star, nah, he's you know not what I'm saying? Yeah. Solid player though, solid player. So, solid player for sure. Um, yeah. He makes your bench deep. But you would be hesitant to start him. Are we are we 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 conclude JJ Reddick? I was thinking JJ, but I was like, man, I just I I, I will I will I will give you JJ Reddick because when he had the ball in his hands, you feared that man. If he if it was behind the arc, you feared him. A part of me don't want to do that because Jerry West smoked his ass, and I just lost like a lot of respect for him on the floor, <laughs> as just as a basketball player. When Jerry West was like, "Was he talking? Wasn't he the same guy who only averaged like twelve points?" He was talking about the old school guys playing as firemen and whatnot. He was like, "Yeah, and how good was he again? What he only averaged like what twelve points Jerry, a game?" Jerry, I was browsing. Jerry, Jerry West, Jerry West didn't smoke him. Jerry, Jerry West, Jerry, Jerry West was just mad that his era of basketball got criticized by NBA analysts. So he brought up something that he thought would invalidate what JJ said. But what JJ said was absolutely true. Yeah, well, as far as the guards go, yeah. But back then, I actually heard this one. It was this other um podcast I listened to, where Duke made a solid point. Like, if you can make a, a point about Wilt being like the goat. Like he went against Hall of Famers, like nine of the twelve teams are playing against Bill Russell twelve to fourteen times a season. That's a real measuring stick. You're going against that guy. I just want y'all to know so far we only so far we only named nine Duke players. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get much further than that. Because because <laughs> yeah. honestly, I'm trying my best to not name guys who were good for like a year or two and then flamed out because the first name I thought about was Corey Maggetti and I was like he was nice but bruh flamed. Yeah. 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 And then you got um Sheldon Williams and was it Elton Brand? He go to do he went El- to do Elton it. Brand. Elton Brand. Okay, I'll Elton give Brand. you Elton Brand. That's ten. Um, but you but y'all see how hard this shit is, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, that's that's why I said Alabama and Duke. They one in the same. They one in the same. That's why I hate Alabama. That's solid. I really ain't put that much thought into it. Um, all right, so I'm trying to speed this up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, so just jumping to baseball real quick, Corey. We kind of said what we said about this series when it started. Our hearts told us to roll with Philadelphia, but our head said it's probably going to wind up being Houston. That was damn near verbatim what we said. Yep. Fuck the Astros. The only only uh thing, the only I thing that I could they beat the Yankees. They always beat the Yankees, and the, I back and love it. The only thing that I took away from the back World in. Series, only, <laughs> the the only thing that I took away from the World Series is whatever mattress Mac be betting. I need to be uh, betting that too. That's, that's bro. Seventy five million. That's oh, crazy. Wow, was wild. He hedges all his bets, bro. He hedges them all. Dog, man, He's either going to make money on the bad bet or make money on the mattresses. Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the smartest. That, yo, we all need to write him in in 2024. Can we agree? I'm with it. 
He's die. your mattress. Not, yo, the mattress dude for president in 2024, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, quick shout out to uh, Dusty Baker for one year. Oh, hell yeah, finally. Good yeah, job, Dusty. Yeah. 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 Dusty, Dusty Baker. yeah, Dusty Baker did deserve, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. that's why only reason I room for the Astros for he can get one because I'm a Nationals fan, so I want to see him get one. So I don't want to see yeah. Bryce Harper get one. So I was happy about that. Good hate. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of hating, wait. Speaking of hating, can we talk about how Isaiah Thomas still hating on MJ? Bruh, I uh, swear to yo, uh, if this saga don't just go ahead and roll into a ditch and die somewhere, like, can you can somebody recap the story? What what happened? I I, I saw the alert, but I didn't reread it because somebody. All right, so all right, so look, so look, you 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 say you seen the last dance and what Jordan said about Isaiah Thomas. So so Isaiah Thomas was over was overseas doing some NBA work. I forgot where, but um, I guess they asked him about the last dance or whatever. He talked about how he like how he was portrayed and how you know he watched Jordan call him an asshole. But the whole documentary was about Jordan being an asshole and pretty much demanded an apology from Michael Jordan, or else the beef was going to continue to go on for a lot longer. That's wow. it. Wow. That's it. So, yeah. so wow. I, I got a, I got a question. How, how old is um is Isaiah Thomas? 50, 56? Something I don't like know. That? I don't know, but I know Jordan ain't thinking about his ass. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm thinking, I'm thinking myself, do you know like at 34, how much I have to hate you to beef with you right now? It looks, Can you it's... imagine how much I have to hate you at 50 plus years old to be like, we still beefing. There is going to be nobody that consequential in my life outside of my son and my wife. Hold on. I'm about to read y'all a quote exactly when I find it because it was some it was some crazy ass shit. I, Isaiah Thomas Isaiah Thomas was talking reckless, talking about <laughs> the, be, the beef going to be uh, he said the beef is going to continue for a long time because I'm from West Chicago. I read that like Isaiah. Nobody <laughs> cares. Nobody cares. Don't nobody like you in Chicago? No, because <laughs> you play for the Pistons. <laughs> don't, don't nobody like you? As a matter of fact, ain't that how the beef started? Because like his nephew or some shit was wearing a Jordan jersey instead of his jersey? Yeah, and it was some other stuff that happened with it too because I saw on the Bad Boys um joint where he took a picture I think it was somewhere over a river by a bridge or whatever, and Michael Jordan came there and they took a picture at the same exact location, like because he was like the the um the the crown prince of Chicago, even though he played for the Pistons, because he's from there. And then Jordan came and said, "Nah, bro, this is my city now. You have several seats. I'll take care of your city for you. Do not care. I run this. Matter of fact, I'm gonna get rid of that whole old ass stadium. They're gonna build a new one and they're gonna put me out front." So every time you come home, you got to stare at me. Like I'm, I'm about to say something real disrespectful. So I want all three of y'all to just get aware of what oh I'm about Lord. to say. Like I've known you damn near 20 years, it, bro. Go for it. It's yep. about to be, it's about to be disrespectful. All right, Isaiah Thomas. To to me, Isaiah Thomas only known for two things: playing, playing for the Bad Boy Pistons, and being the Ma Adoka before Ma Adoka. <laughs> Them the only two things he known for. Yo, all right. So I was about to say running the, the Knicks to the ground, but okay. see, that's where no, 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 no. It, not him running the Knicks to the ground, but the person he was trying to run into the ground when he was with oh the Knicks. Oh my god, bro! Uh, 
Bruh. All right, Mike, from the resident disrespectful dude on this podcast. Oh my god. I clapped that one up. <laughs> even I even I wouldn't have said that. I'm just saying, bro. Oh, I'm just bro. I'm just saying. I told y'all get ready. I told y'all. This man, Corey, like, God we all i thought we were gonna make it to one man <laughs> come on man look you know the chances are too high especially on the sports show between even just me and mike is it oh. not true that he was trying to ram shorty when he, that, that was working for him in new york is that not true i mean fact yeah. that, is, that is correct i was gonna say allegedly i wasn't there i don't know i was gonna say allegedly hey look he got fired for it if it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that's... yeah. we gonna move on. We gonna yeah. move on. We gonna move on. Uh-huh. You know what? You know what? You know what? Let's, let's let's switch gears here. Speaking of people who didn't get fired, how about people said, let's who got hired? Gears. <laughs> my bad, my bad. This whole yeah. let's switch shit caught me off guard. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, All right, so we we done talking about people who got fired. Let's talk about someone who got hired. How about Jeff Saturday becoming a new head coach? Or the Indianapolis Colts. Do you like this move? Good, good for Jeff Saturday. Um, good for Indianapolis. Um, terrible for how the Colts handled it, and it's fucked up that uh, Frank Wright got fired. Yep, but you know what's going to wind up happening? Matt Canada is about to get fired from Pittsburgh, and we are going to go ahead and get Frank Wright to run our offense. No, I would uh-uh, not- love it. Uh-uh, not not unless Frank Wright uh going somewhere um going somewhere like you know Houston. Oh God, why I, would he do I, that? I, um, I wouldn't well, do that because you don't because have picks. Frank Wright ain't he would be he would be coaching with house money and he could build it in his image. I get that. Houston's impatient, dog. They are very impatient. I don't understand why they are, but they are. And honestly, given their track record of what they do to coaches and players, ain't no way in Blue Hill, unless I really just need the money, are you ever going to catch me trying to coach them? I mean, it's not. I mean, yeah. Okay, Frank Wright. There there are coordinator jobs right now that are better than that head coaching job. Hey, wait, wait. Let 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 me just ruffle some feathers a little bit. Frank Wright could become the head coach of Josh McDaniels Raiders. Uh-huh. I think we're gonna get our Josh. I don't hear no rebuttals right there. I, I don't think, think that's a splashy move for them. They know Raiders uh-huh. like to do splashy things. Hey, I don't think that would be Josh. Mc, Josh, Mc, anybody is better than Josh McDaniels. But I, I think is, to be honest, I think Frank Wright gonna go back. Um, I think he'll go to Jacksonville as a has a consultant. Officer guy, something like that, because that's oh yeah, because Peterson's there. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good that's point. Okay. Yeah. He was on. He was on Peterson's staff. Exactly. Philly, got yeah. Trevor Lawrence too. Yeah, yeah, I can see true, him right? I not see jump, jumping into being a coach again, going there, getting all that right, and then maybe in the future become a coach again. That, that's, I, that's, yeah. I think the best offensive player on Jacksonville Jaguars is Etn, but we'll, we'll get beyond that right now. Etn is having a special year. Oh, yeah. She brought. She, she, she brought the Jags. He's nice. nice. No, he definitely is nice. He, he nice. I saw that at Clemson. I was like, I can't wait for this motherfucker to graduate. I, I could not stand when we played against him. You like yeah. him over Harris? Yeah. Okay. I like ETN, I like ETN over Harris. I think ETN 
understands his skill set more right now than Najee Harris does. But I think at the end of the day, Najee Harris is going to be the better back because ETN is not necessarily the biggest guy. So he can't be your lead back. He's going to need split carries. Najee's already proven that you can give him that ball 400 times and he's going to still produce. And that's not an easy feat for any any running back. I don't care who you are. Do you think Harris going to last long? Do you think he'll last like three to four years? Will he, will he get to the second contract? Do you think he'll get to the yes. second Yes, he'll get to the second contract because one thing that uh, Pittsburgh is really good at doing is just picking up other backs. Keep in mind, we took a cancer patient and made him a pro bowler. That's so, right. I mean, James, James Conner, yeah. Yeah. So, we know kind of how to maturate the talent as long as it comes to work. Because we do have another back I like a lot. I want to say his last name was um, Wallace or something like that. But from, from Oklahoma was, State? Yeah, the, the, little, the little strong back. Yep, yep. The little ball of muscle. That right there is your perfect spell back. That's that. These two have the ability to give us what Jacksonville had when they had Fred Taylor and Jones Drew. These two can give us that. I just need them to put our little Jones Drew on the field a little bit more. Probably go split back. But yeah, we'll see how that go. Yeah, definitely a new OC, but that's another story for another day. Yeah, that, that's that's why when I saw this joint come through my Bleacher Report, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Now fire Matt Canada's ass. Matt I was Canada's, so ready. He's not. He's horrible. <laughs> no, no, this is bad. He he he's a coach Maryland. He coached Maryland for in, like on intern basis. He's horrible. But that's another story. Uh, yeah. No. No. I'll be honest with you. Those Maryland offenses were explosive when he was there. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put it on him though. They I, couldn't I, defend shit. No, they can't. But I ain't gonna put it on him though. Uh. But they they will score with you. They were gonna drop forty five, but they were gonna give up fifty six. Like that's just that's just what they they were UNC two years ago. That's what that's what you were gonna get. Yeah, they they, they got they got NFL talent off the side of the ball, but defensive side of the ball is horrible. Hey, y'all, all y'all gotta do is look in the chat. I, I oh no no, I, I knew about that already because I was like, <laughs> I was like bro, not not only are you losing on the court, you losing in the office too, bro. Okay. Like, get, I take that allegedly back. I'm taking that back. My bad. I knew you was gonna take it back when you seen the title. Oh, I knew you no was problem. gonna do it. Yeah, I I do got a, I got another I got another um topic, but we can do it for a later show. Do say you can come back for this one too. But yo, we gotta have like a main topic of top five sexual assault allegations. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! Christ. No, no, killer. We're not doing that. Killer, we're not doing that. Bro, bro, bro. Oh, that could be a special hell episode. Hell no. That could be a special episode. Think about it, bro. You get no, the Brett Favre thing. You get the joint auto news from the NFL Network. No. Um, you, 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 you remember when a whole show <laughs> molested a chick? Hey, look, look we, a whole, a whole cast that. from the NFL Network. A whole look. show. Mike, not All of them got in trouble for the same chick. Look, we are not doing that. Why not? That, not see how much fun we're having talking about it right now? Look, we trying to get sponsors. Oh, <laughs> All right, then. This, this this can be a special episode. You know we got some other shows that we have not released. Oh, my God. <laughs> we can record hey, one of these on purpose, bro. bro. Hey, yo. All right, man. Hey. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, yo, we, we'll, we'll table that because the longer that that we go on, the more of those stories I'm gonna have to pick from. Because yeah. someone's go, gonna, go, someone's go to gonna Kyrie put your where it don't belong. Go to yeah. Kyrie Irving, goddamn. Go to yeah. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna let 
All right, so the Kyrie Irving thing, man. Little update, found this out as I was putting my son to sleep. That was about three hours ago. Uh, apparently, Kyrie Irving has been removed from NBA 2K. Now, that's not as alarming because they have removed players for being injured, like that are on IR, and we're removing from the roster. But I've never seen them removed due to suspension unless it was a year long. It don't matter how many games you were serving. They would still have put you on there and you would be on there game one of your team's um, season. It's just how they've always operated. So this is where it gets a little different. Now, the entire story of it, I'm pretty sure we all know what happened to Kyrie Irving. All he did was post a screen of a video. Uh, was it uh, from Hebrews to Negroes or something like that? Hebrews to Negroes or something like that. And he didn't comment anything on it. He didn't say, you got to watch this. He just posted it. And the whole world lost their fucking minds by assuming what he believes and thinks. Do we not watch contradictory information? Do you not, like, this whole whole thing, because now my brain's really starting to spin this whole thing and the suspension of Kyrie Irving shouldn't have happened. Everything they want this man to do is exactly, and I'm going to take it to music in this thing too, is exactly what the hell Kanye was talking about. Please, please See, don't bring up Kanye West. Please. No, nah, I'm just saying. Come on, killer. You, I'm, you, I'm, just, I'm just saying by making me, these moves. Me, I'm just, listen. Just by making these moves and demanding of Kyrie Irving all of that. And when the man said what he said, all he said was, hey, I posted it. I thought it was an interesting film and I posted it. You cannot sit here and tell me that he has to abide by what everyone else would think. It's not like he said anything disparaging. It's not like there's a video of him doing anything or saying anything disparaging. There's nothing. Every single bit of all the punishment that they are giving him is doled out due to what they would think. Nothing to do with what he did. They are assigning a punishment for an action that was not taken. And to me, that is utter bullshit. It is utter bullshit. And I can't stand behind that at all. Because all they're doing right now is leaving him out. Smooth. Just pushing him all the way out the pasture. They're doing to him right now the same thing they did to Abdul Rauf. And I can't stand with that. At all. I, I, I can't. Because you're then now telling me that I now have to believe what you believe, even if I don't tell you what I believe. And I can't rock with that. At all. What do y'all think about this? Well, I, I think, um, first off, so I, I follow Kyrie on IG. I, I, saw, I saw the post. So I didn't think really much of it. I was like, okay, I just Kyrie he likes to learn about history and stuff like that. So when they media came back out and they 
crucify pretty much they kind of crucifying him and like how well you said Kayla they want him to apologize their way where when he spoke to me I think it was last Tuesday it was a six minute long clip so they only took away certain pieces of the media but the media kept asking you are you anti this or you anti that he's like well he said what he said but they didn't like the what he said like you said but they want him to apologize their way and then you also got the media like ESPN Fox uh or was it Fox Sports you have a lot of people who look like black black anchors get on him heavy, like heavy, like he should not do this. He got to apologize like that. He better say he's sorry. He got to say these two things. I think it's, it's just uh, the way the media has flipped this on him. And it's like a big like media storm to like crucify Kyrie when he what crime had he really committed? He, 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 he what crime have you really committed? And why is the media not mad at? Um, Amazon for even allowing this film to be to, to to be on their platform, or even mad at Jeff Bezos, and like and like you said, he posted this with no contest. He didn't say I agree with this. I watched the film. This is all facts. He just posted a screenshot, and and it's crazy how the media has come come at him with with this much venom. You know what I'm saying? And they, they really want to really cancel him. And um, they 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 tried, Nike suspended his deal. The NBA suspended him. Then they got this little six, uh, six things he had to do to come back. And I think that's this, this crazy. You know, what I'm saying they coming for, they coming for his neck. And let, let's be honest, they, no one has covered the Brett Favre situation with him taking money from welfare and people in Mississippi, poor people in Mississippi. No one has. They don't cover that. You know what I'm saying? And I think if this was a, 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 a white athlete, the media was not come after him like this. It's like when um, Deshaun Jackson, um. Uh, quote something from Farrakhan. They got on him. But when um, the receiver that used to play the Eagles number 14, Riley, went to the uh, uh, some concert and he said the N-word, he, 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 he was on the team the, the, the very next day. But but Deshaun Jackson had to go meet with other people who was in the Jewish community and stuff like that to learn history. But uh, Riley don't have to do nothing. He can just come back to the uh, uh, train camp the next day. So you just see how they, they treat black athletes compared to white athletes. And it's just crazy that they um, the media storm after Kyrie just because he didn't apologize the way they wanted him to apologize. I think it's very unfortunate. It's like I'm, it's, I ain't gonna say it's a, it's a it's like a media lynching they're trying to do to him. It's, it's sad and unfortunate. I'm glad Jalen Brown from the Players Associated spoke out and said something that like the suspension in is a little too much. What Nessa doing is a little too much. I'm glad somebody in, in the NBA have, I finally spoke out um, to, to support Kyrie. I want to say more, but I'm gonna keep it pretty PC. So this is um, obviously it's a very touchy thing because we're talking about religion and religious beliefs and people of that culture. And um, I have to say that when Kyrie Irving is a public figure, he's a famous athlete millions of followers across social media when you post something like that even if i don't i don't even know if Kyrie watched the film or watched all of the film but to me if someone of you know a jewish religion says hey Corey, what you shared you know that film has anti-semitic rhetoric you know, for me, 
based on who I am, no, no, regardless of what my intent of sharing, even if my intention was not that I have anti-Semitic beliefs, the first thing I'm going to do is say, no, I, I am not anti-Semitic. Like my purpose for posting this was X, Y, and Z. Kyrie, as y'all mentioned, did a six minute uh, post, I think it was post-practice news conference. And he was saying what he was saying, but he was, to me, his mistake was not definitively at that time saying, I, I am not anti-Semitic. I shared this, I shared this clip of this movie or, or, or shared this video or whatever for A, B, and C. It was not meant to harm the Jewish community. It was not meant, I'm not anti-Jewish, anything like that. I think it's important, especially when you talk about religion, regardless of what your point is or the point you're trying to convey, you have to be sensitive to other people's beliefs. And the moment you refuse to apologize or kind of like Focus your focus the attention more on what you were trying to do instead of not apologize apologizing and understand the error of your ways from the jump. I think that's where that that comes from the the media storm and the backlash because you have you you have to be responsible from that standpoint. You have to, especially when you're in that position. You know when when you when, you know when you come across as offensive even if you're not meaning to be, but someone pulls you aside and say, hey, this is what this is about. This is how our culture feels about this, this type of film. You have to be, oh, okay, oh, my bad. I, I, maybe I overstepped. I was trying to do this, but you know, I didn't, I didn't realize it. Let me, let, me, let me explain this. Let me, you know, because then once you do that, then people will be willing to, to listen to you, to what you have to say. But when, when, you are given an opportunity to apologize, and but you just kind of just going around about your thoughts, your feelings. It's all about you. People ain't gonna people ain't gonna listen to you. People ain't trying to listen to you because you've offended a lot of people, whether you meant to or not. You offended a lot of people. So, I just think you know, to me, the five game suspension is warranted because he didn't apologize. Really apologize till after he got suspended. Now the the criteria and the the demands the nets. No half plays. I don't know if you should have leaked that publicly. I, I don't know if that was the right thing to do because now you're just you putting him out there and just exposing him and exposing all this. I don't know if that's the right way to go about it. But I think Kyrie potentially hurt a lot of people, or at least we know for a fact a lot of people were offended. And I think it's a learning experience, not just for him, but for people in general of how you can better approach certain things with this level of sensitivity. That's, that's my two cents on it. All right. Well, get ready guys. Killer, get ready. Sponsors. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to address the, Brooklyn Nets stuff first. Kyrie Irving plays for Brooklyn Nets, who are a part of the National Basketball Association. Having said that, if you have tweeted out anything on Twitter, it is safe to make the assumption 
that the thing that you has, have just tweeted is something that you believe in, or else you would not have tweeted. Now, if the thing that you have tweeted is something that is offensive to a mass group of people, and the organization that you work for are demanding an apology, I'm sorry, you gotta apologize. Only if the money matters to you. Only if playing basketball matters. The other things that Brooklyn has them to do, even if it's extra, he wants to play basketball, he has to do things. I have no sympathy at all. Kyrie Irving did this to himself. I do not understand why you cannot believe what you believe and shut the fuck up. Kyrie Irving's Twitter isn't like my Twitter. Nobody is trying to watch what I tweet. I, For the most part, there are no business ramifications to what I tweet. Kyrie Irving is a uh, is a self a self proclaimed intelligent person. If you that smart, you should know how to protect your coin. You should know that what you say is going to have an effect on your business because you are in mass media, and that is the choice that you made when you came to professional basketball. You made the choice to be a part of mass media. So when you put something, so, so so when you put something out there on the internet that is offensive to people, you can't look at those people and say, "How dare you be offended?" You also can't look at those people and be and and and, and, and accuse them of being offended by the truth, because now let's get into what into what he actually said. You can't get mad at people. And say that they are upset at the truth. And you aren't telling the truth. You aren't telling the truth, Kyrie Irving. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. What you said, you are not telling the truth. And I'm going to break down what you said. He obviously tweeted out a movie. Um... He pretty much makes the point that black people um, in America are the original Jewish people. And on the surface, that is factual, that, that is that is inaccurate. That is not a fact. If you want to, if you want to go historically, uh, there was a covenant that God made with Abraham. Abraham's great great grand Abraham had twelve great grandkids. Those are the twelve the twelve tribes of, of Judaism. Um, those tribes were around northern Africa. So you're talking about like Egypt and everything like that. Well, if you are a black person country 
the U.S. of A. If you are a black person in America, nine times out of ten, your ancestors were not in North Africa where the original tribes of Judaism. If you are a black person in America, more than likely your ancestors taken from West Africa. Transatlantic slave trade. They were taken from West Africa. That's how we got here. So there is no factual evidence that you have that t- that shows that black people, black people that you're referring to are the descendants of the 12 tribes Judaism. So if we can't prove that, if we can't prove that the black people that you're referring to are not descendants of, are not descendants of the twelve tribes of Judaism, if we can't prove that, you cannot definitively say that the black people that you are referring to are the original Jewish people. That's that's number one. That's how that's how it's factually inaccurate. Number two. Actually, no, what I just said was number two. Number three, I have a problem with people who have a belief who decide they're going to take it amongst themselves to put it in the public, call themselves quote-unquote woke, and then force the belief on people. See, Killer, when you first started, when you first started what you said, you said you can't rock with what the Nets did because now it's forcing them, because now they are forcing Kyrie to essentially um, um, to bow down to what they believe in, and you can't rock with that. That's what you said. I don't want to misquote you. So you said, you said that's what you were saying, right? Yes. Okay. But here's the thing. You can have a problem with the Nets for that. And, right, and that's a good reason to have a problem with the Nets organization. But if but keep the same energy. If you're going to have a problem with the Nets for doing that, have a problem with Kyrie Irving. For what Kyrie Irving did was take something that he believed to be true, which is factually inaccurate. He put it out there for the public to see as if he was trying to spread the word Forcing, forcing people to consume his message, the people that follow him, to consume his message. That is what Kyrie Irving did. It doesn't make what the Nets, it doesn't make what the Nets uh, standards or guidelines are for Kyrie coming back. It doesn't make those right. But you got to call a spade a spade. If you're going to have a problem with, if you're going to have a problem with the Nets for doing that have a problem with Kyrie with Kyrie Irving for doing what he did I, me I don't care I don't care what anybody I don't care what anybody what anybody believes so I don't discriminate I got like like you know what I'm saying like I, I don't I don't care that ain't I, I don't I don't force nobody my beliefs on nobody nobody enforces their beliefs on me I don't care 
But when you are a public figure like Kyrie Irving, the fact of the matter is, you have to be smarter with what you put, with what you put out there. The fact of the matter is, Kyrie Irving is a public figure. If he puts something out there that is anti-Semitic and the organization that he works for mandates that he apologizes or there will be ramifications, hey, look, you're going to have to do what you got to do if you want that paycheck. That's that's just how that is. Again, I'm, I'm a, I don't understand why he couldn't just believe what he believed and shut the fuck up. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that at all. So that's where I am with the whole Kyrie Irving shit. And like every week is something with him every week. So I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt with anything he does. Every week is something. Every single week. So like, I have no, I have absolutely no remorse for Kyrie Irving, especially after again. The information that he was trying to put out, the message that he was trying to say when he sat up in front of the press and they asked him about what his tweet and they asked if he if he would apologize before and before he apologized, he said, I can't apologize for knowing where I come from. I'm sorry. You don't know where you came from. You have no idea. There's a reason why why we are called like we are like the lost race because we can't trace our roots. You have no idea where your people in Africa came from. You don't know. But you are, you are, the message that you are giving to people is as if you are this all-knowing being because you have read some books and you was able to trace your lineage back to a certain point. You act like you know everything that there is to know about black people. That's how Kyrie Irving comes across. It's the same thing with Kyrie, with uh, with, uh, with uh, Kanye West. Kanye West is Kanye West. I'm not getting into that. Kanye West. If I saw him in if I saw him in public, I'd probably try to kick him in the face. That's another story. I ain't getting into him. But like, yo, leave what you want and keep it in your circle. Don't need to be on Twitter. Don't need to be available for mass consumption. Because that's how you get yourself in fucking trouble. But in Kyrie Irving fashion, he couldn't help it. Why? Because Kyrie Irving, for whatever reason, he just has to make headlines. So that's where I am with the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, I had a feeling we were all kind of feel a little bit differently about the entire situation. I don't, I don't, it is. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't feel differently than y'all, but what I'm not, what I'm not going to do is I'm not going, I'm not going to give Kyrie Irving any sympathy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give Kyrie Irving any sympathy because of the content that he put out. If he put out a message, if he, if he did the same exact thing, but the information that he put out was factual. I would have no problem. He did not put out any factual information. That makes it anti-Semitic. It's not that he said anything about hating Jewish people. He didn't say anything about hating Jewish people. He put out false information. And the, the false information that he put out 
is the same rhetoric that Adolf Hitler used when he was talking to the Germans. And, and that was the and those same things, those same things that Kyrie Irving was saying are the same things that Adolf Hitler told that German army and, and, and gave them the, the justification for killing Jewish people. That makes it anti-Semitic. Mike, question. Question. Yes, sir. Are you are you any upset at first Amazon allowing the film to be even able to be stream or download or bought? Cause they make pro- Kyrie don't make profit off this money. He's not promoting. He don't. No, make- I'm not. I'm not upset at Amazon. You're not upset. Why is that? Because or, I, or, or the director of the film. Not. Not. I'm not upset. I, well, the director of the film. I didn't even think about the director. Of the yeah, film. I'm saying why? Why? I'm just questioning like why. Why am I not mad at Amazon? Yeah, for 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 they're the one promoting profiting off of it. This was right, 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 right. Why no one's upset with that? I'm just want to get your opinion on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm not upset at Amazon because at the end, I don't expect anything. I don't expect anything better of Amazon. Amazon is in the process of. Amazon is in is in the business of making money. They don't care what the content is. Amazon is in, is in the business of, of making whatever money they can. So if that movie is pulling is pulling in some type of revenue, I'm not expecting them to keep it down. I I don't Jeff Bezos. How many articles we done seen about, about Amazon and, and and sweatshops and treating workers poorly and all this other stuff? I don't have no expectation of the global uh, corporation that is Amazon to do anything the quote-unquote right way. That's not my expectation. So because I don't expect it, I'm not mad when they, I'm not mad that they that they essentially have put out some uh, immoral and non-factual information on, on this. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not surprised by that. All right, we will talk about this more later on, but we'll get to the next topic. Yeah, I, right. that's just, yeah, that's just, that's just me though. Yeah, no, no all good. We, I, I love where it's going, but we got to get to the next topic. Yeah, so there is a reason why we are all gathered here today. Yes, sir. And the reason that we are gathered here on this fine occasion is to kind of revisit a couple of past topics. Amen, church? Amen. Amen. I want to get things started. In the beginning. Well, no, no, no. Before I, I don't like where you go. It sounds like you about to narrate the Bible in the beginning. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I had to get a hey, going that route was the only who, transition who I saw. Out Corey, of who is out this? Of, Morgan Freeman? No, I am not Morgan. Well, I wish Morgan Freeman would narrate my life, boy. Well, hey, like, hey, dude, look, the most depressing hold, thing could happen to me. I'd be like, you know what? I think I'll be okay. Thanks, Morgan Freeman's voice. Hold, hold up, real quick, real quick, because I know where you, I know where you're going. I know you're going. Mm-hmm. I oh, so me, Ducey, and L was talking was talking this past Sunday, and there are some changes that I have to make. There are some changes to this list that I have to make. There are some apologies that I have to give okay? to NFL or NBA. NFL. Let's start I'm not, there. I'm, I'm not apologizing nothing for the NBA. My NBA oh, is spot on. But the 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 NFL, there are some apologies that there's some apologies and corrections that I'm gonna make after talking with y'all and after talking with Duce and our homeboy L. Okay. 
So I will move the Minnesota Vikings. I will move the Minnesota Vikings to number 12. Whoa. Okay. Listen, I will move the Minnesota Vikings to number 12. I will move the Buccaneers all the way down to 24 where the Minnesota Vikings were. I'm going to move the Broncos up to number 11, right below the Eagles. Uh, And I'm going to move Washington. I'm going to move Washington to 13. Hmm. I love it, Mike. I love it. I love it. Yeah, because I don't... So now, so now, so now my list... So now my list, I'm going to start at 11. My list goes Broncos, then Buffalo, then Washington, then Baltimore, then the Seahawks, then I'm moving the Jets up one. I'm swapping the Jets and the Falcons. So the Jets will be 16, the Falcons will be 17. Um, well, let me see. Um, yeah, yeah. The Cardinals go up to 18. The Chiefs go up to 19. Oh, no, no. The Chiefs, I'm, I'm, I take it back. Um, the Chiefs, I'm going to move up to, no, the Chiefs, let me see. Let me see. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, I owe Washington an apology. I, I owe them an apology. I owe the Vikings. The Vikings are definitely going to number 12. Vikings are going to number 12. Broncos are going to number 11. The Buccaneers are going to number 24. Um, I'm going to move the Falcons down to 18. I'm going to move the Falcons down to 18. Um, I'm going to move the Seahawks to 16. Seahawks to 16. The Ravens are going to go 15. Buffalo is going to go 13. And Washington. Oh, no, Buffalo is going to go 14. Washington is going to go 13. And the Vikings are 12. Broncos 11. Boom. There you go. Yeah, bro, when we were doing this list a couple weeks ago, and when, what was it, last week, and when you had Minnesota that far down, I was like... Oh, yeah, you had a a heart attack. Yo! Yeah, you had a heart attack. I said, and you you disrespected one of the best defenses of all time. Like, that's a top 5D, Mike. Purple people eaters, yeah. Yes, that was a top five. That was a top five all-time defense. Hey, guess guess what? 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 Fuck uh-huh. that top five all-time defense. I don't care about the purple people eaters. Uh-huh. Okay, sir. Well, at least but, you fixed your list. You fix you fixed your list. So I, I'll I'm, just I'm, I'll live I'm, I'm, I'm about to I'm about to fix it even more. I'm about to fix it even more. I'm about to fix it even more. 
I'm going to put Washington at 12 and the Vikings at 13. Hmm. So Washington this, at 12. The, the, yeah, those Super Bowls matter, uh, even though, yeah, they, they still matter. Be, because well, in, re- I, in reality, because Duce, we was talking, and I said in reality, Washington, without Dan Snyder, I would have put Washington top 10. But because of Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder has, has beat to hell that franchise so bad I could not put them in the top 10. So I'm going to give them the respect that they deserve and put them right outside the top 10. I'm, I'm glad you moved the Buccaneers down. You had them way too ranked high last time. Yeah, I had the Buccaneers it, at 11. Yeah, that, way too high. Way too high. But, go, yeah. but yeah, we all do, do say this This is the reason that you hear. We was talking about the NBA and the NFL rankings. You said you wanted to come and show us how it's done. Well, now you have your opportunity. So, what's okay. your, what's, what your rankings look like? And, okay, and, and, this, and before, this before, my, you, before you okay, give the rankings, before you give the rankings, give your criteria on how you graded them, because I'm pretty sure our criteria are different. Yeah. So remember the the um the list we did at L's list is yep. similar. I like the the criteria we have. Um, the six criteria. Do you remember what six was again? So I know for I know what six it was for me. So okay, the, the fan base, the culture, mm-hmm. the winning, the historical relevance, the signature mm-hmm. players, and impact. And I love that. I love those six criteria. But you had them all kind of more all equal, right? Right. So so divide a hundred divide a hundred percent by six. By six. Um, divide a hundred percent by six. I don't have that off the top of my head. Um, a hundred divided by six. Like eighteen percent. About it's about six. It's about seventeen percent. Yeah. Uh, All right, so I'm gonna do the NFL list. I ain't gonna lie, it's hella hard. The, 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 I, I just I just got like a top fifteen. I try and do this before the show, and it's just it's hella hard. So that shit hard, ain't it? Yeah, it's hard. The, the NFL yeah. list is so hard. But yeah. all right, but I'm gonna start with number one though. I'm gonna start with number one. So number one, we all know who it is. We all know who it is is the Cowboys. It is the Cowboys? Is this uh, off off the first of the fans? The, yeah, the fans, everybody knows a whole bunch of Cowboys fans. They're delusional, except for Corey and Mike. Um, but the 99% of them are, cra- uh, are delusional. <laughs> and on a nauseous. 1%, baby. Mike, we yeah. in this, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, part of that 1%. <laughs> in there, 1%, in there, 1%, 1%. Yeah, this, in, in every NFL stadium, every Sunday, there's Cowboy jerseys, don't matter wh- where you at. Don't matter where you at. It could be a Chiefs and Bills game. It will be a couple people with, with Cowboys jerseys on. I don't know why, but that's how it is. Um, but yeah, the brand, the marketing, is this the is it's the Lakers of the, of the NFL? Is the Yankees of the NFL? You, everybody knows who the Cowboys, America's team, if you want to call it that. Um, but yeah, these just the players, this uh, and they rev- and they've been relevant since what the 70s in a sense, right? I guess you can say that. Yeah, um, it's been a lo- yeah the 70s is when yeah. the 70s is when. The 70s is when the Cowboys got the nickname America's team. So there you go. Yeah. Even though the 70s were our decade, but um, ah, 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 killer. I got you. Number two. My number two team is the Steelers. Of uh, winning, because hey, first of all, winning, they they only had what three head coaches? Only Chuck three. Knob, Chuck Knob, um, Mike. Chuck Noll. Chuck Noll. I'm sorry. Chuck Noll. Um. Mike Tomlin and uh, the, what was the other coach again? Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher, thank you. Only three head coaches. They have six Super Bowls, am I right? First to get there. Yeah, six Super Bowls. The players, the iconic moments. Um, 
you, the, the the brand, the you got the Rooney Rule, um, they the A one class organization. Like when you think about winning at a high level, I think about the Steelers. I just that's what I think is the Steelers and this for NFL. Like yeah, they're definitely right there, right behind the Cowboys. Um, the only reason the Cowboys number one is because the fan base is just a little more crazier and just the way they market it. Like if the Cowboys on TV, it could be the worst series going on. On ESPN, the first thing they're gonna play the the Cowboys game. They're gonna replay that. Um, number three is the 49ers. I think the 49ers have the most probably the most recognizable players with like Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, Steve Young. Um, you can even throw Deion Sanders in there. Uh, Ronnie was it Ronnie Lott? They have to meet the most recognizable players of any fan base, and they also yeah. got, they got also got five um, Super Bowls. Um, and also they their fans travel very well too. Like we just they just went against the uh, L.A. Rams. Was that last week or two weeks ago? And two weeks ago, right? It was more 49ers fans in there than Rams fans. Like they they travel very well. Um, and also yeah, that when, franchise, when, when they were the, the Cowboys, first. Yeah, when the huh? Cow- when the Cowboys and the 49ers played each other in Dallas, it, the the, the uh, crowd was 50-50. It was a 50-50. Yeah, crowd. the 49ers fans they travel very well. Same with the Steelers fan. Um, but also the um, 49ers they changed the way. Teams travel. They were the first team. I think they do like first class planes. Have uh, chefs. They they just change the way the team uh, uh, move and travel. And they're just top flight organization. So they're my number three team. Number four team is the Packers. Vince Lombardi. They're the most winning franchise of all uh, of of the NFL. Um, Lambeau Field, iconic. The Frozen Tundra, Cheesehead. I have them my number four team. All right, so this might shock some people. My number five team is the Raiders. Off of the fan base and the marketability, um, the, 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 the kind of jersey, like if I think of starter jackets, one of them, besides like the Bulls, I think of the Raiders starter jacket. Al Davis and what he did for the NFL. And they do have a lot of players, famous players. And also in the 70s, that rivalry with the Steelers was very fierce. Um mm-hmm. So I def- I picked Raiders there just off of the fan base to really in the marketability and is the the uh, iconic logo. You know the Raiders. You see the silver and black. You know who they are. The black hole. The fans and how they dress up. That's like one of a kind. So even though, and even though they moved from Oakland to L.A. now to Vegas, they still valuable. They not the winners like these other teams, but I I still have them in my top five for that reason only. Number six is the Bears. Um, you know they only have one Super Bowl. The 85 Bears is one of the most recognizable teams of all time. I think it's one of the greatest teams of all time. Is it 85 or 84? I want to make sure. 85. 85. Perfect. So, yeah, 85 Bears. Hey, do say. Yeah. We still ain't got to the Patriots yet? No. No. Hell no. Okay. Hell no. Hell no. Even with 11, no, it's 13 Super Bowl appearances, I think. Yeah. No, not yet. Not yet. Um, Number uh, seven, the New York Giants. Another NFC East team, great fan base. They have four total Super Bowls, but three of those Super Bowls are iconic moments. First in ninety in nineteen ninety when they beat the Buffalo Bills, when the Bills mm-hmm. missed the uh, kick, and then also the two against the Patriots. They have the most three like memorable Super Bowls, especially at the end endings. Um, fan base is good. They've been consistent for a long time. Um, one, I think they're one of the original franchises, if I'm not mistaken. So I have the New York Giants number seven. Number eight is the Eagles, my team. Um, for for first off, they've been in the league, I believe, over sixty years. 
Well, no, since nineteen thirty-eight when we shared a team. Ninety years. Um, flag on the play. Flag on the play. You biased for that. No, nah, I ain't really biased. <laughs> I ain't really biased. Nah, nah. We, no, no, finish your 15. We're going to come back to that, though. We're going to come back to that. Okay. So you, number, said the Eagles, you said the Eagles are number eight? Number eight. Okay. Number eight. And also, help the Eagles, the Giants, and also help the Cowboys is the NFC East. I think that's the greatest division in the NFL. With, 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 ever. With, ever. So, that's that's that. that They all help each other in, in, in a sense, in my rankings. All right. Now, number nine, Mike, you got it. The Pats. Off of this last 20 years, I can't take that away from them. The the the, the uh, Bill Belichick and um, Tom Brady era is one of a kind. Dy- that's I don't think NFL ever had dynasty like that. Um, being relevant for that long, that good for that long, um, with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And one thing, one one thing I want to know about the Patriots and the Patriots way. What one thing about the Patriots that people don't know? Reason why they were so good for so long is when you face the Patriots. Every week, it was a different Patriots team. Every week, they switched up the game plan. That's why they were so dominant. So one week, they might Tom Brady might throw 50 times. Next week, they might run 40 times. One one week, they might play straight zone. Next week, Monday, they might play straight man with Blitzen. So is this? That's why they were so hard to game plan. That's why they were so they were so great for so long. And still, to be honest, they still great to this day. All right, number 10. Now, this is where I struggle at. This is where I struggle at. This is where it get really, really hard. A whole bunch of teams kind together. So my number 10 is the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos, they were they was very good for the 80s and John Elwood to the 90s. And to, even now, um, when they had Peyton Manning uh, and Von Miller, I, I, I had the Broncos there at my number 10 franchise of all time. They still also have a good fan base. Um, very remarkable still. Um, so that's my top 10. So then my number 11 team is the commanders they would have been top they would be in my top 10 if they had had didn't have the last 20 years of what they have so like you said the the um dan stein era has has dropped them down they would they would have been almost damn near almost close to the top I, five i, I agree guys. with that I agree they didn't have dan, dan stein dan snyder beat that team to hell yeah and yeah. then the change the name the Bringing down the whole the NF- NFC East division, the whole NFL as a whole, because that's a big market. The, the DC market is a DMV market is a big market, especially for football. So if if they didn't have Dan Snyder, that they would have been closer to my top five. All right, so this will also become hard. So I think after that, I might change this up a little bit. But I had the Chiefs, Ravens, Vikings, Bills, and then after that will be the Rams. But number eleven through like sixteen, that's it. it, it they can vary. Hmm. Okay. Now, um, now, 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 okay, okay. Wait. This, I just, I just want to say this, right? It's a hard. It, it's hard to do this list for all the people listening. It's hard as hell to do this list. I think all four of us can agree with that. It's hard. Because mm-hmm. Because there's so much stuff that happened before we was even born. And so mm-hmm. you got to take all of that stuff into account, plus all the present shit into account. So it's hard to do this list. And it's like at least, it's like a good 20, 21 teams out of 32 that have a legit history in the league. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's hard to do this list. But the Eagles should not be number eight. What <laughs> like, should it be? What it should, oh. what it should be, according to you? According to me, according to me, the Eagles should be 10. 
according to me, the Eagles should. That's be just saying. two spots difference, though. This I, I, I understand. <laughs> I, I understand, but you had you didn't you didn't even you didn't okay you didn't have the Pats above the Eagles, which I I I I can't I can't believe that. Um, Can I tell you why though? You didn't name the you didn't name the Rams. Not my top um, ten, no. Yeah, like I'm gonna tell you why I didn't name the Rams in my top ten real quick. Okay. First off, first off, fans name some Rams fans. You know they don't travel well. They barely survived in LA the first time. Went to St. Louis, couldn't survive there as a fan base. Had to come back here. They've been recently. They had two two stint right now. This stint in the Grand Shore and Turf. But other than that, before that, what have the Rams done or contributed to NFL before the Grand Shore and Turf? So I didn't even did they win? With him? With Eric, with Eric Dickinson? Yeah, they, yeah, they won. won with Eric Dickinson. No, 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 no. The, the, the Super Bowl? And Deacon Jones. Ah, that's the way. Ah, that's the that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a Ram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm sorry, did they win Super Bowls, though? Did, were they, did, did they dominate any era back then? They had the greatest show on turf. No, 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 I'll say back then. I'm talking about in the 80s. Back then, like the 80s. Yeah, I'm saying before the greatest show on turf, what Rams, what did they really contribute to the NFL? Think about that. They did draft Jerome better. Is he known for a Stiller or a Ram? Oh, he's definitely known for being a Stiller, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying a lot of other teams wouldn't have just let that go. So I appreciated it. And unless you know, they they, they started in L.A. They've been to L.A. before. Failed there as a franchise. No one's coming to see them. It wasn't great. That's because that was the Raiders town. Thank you. That's why they hired my list, too. But then they went to St. Louis. Failed there, too. Had to move back because NFL wanted the L.A. market again. But when they there and it, home teams, I mean, away teams, they for more 49ers fans. Let's say they play the Raiders, be more Raiders fans. They play the Eagles, be more uh, Eagles fans. Play Steelers, be more Steelers fans. They, they don't sell out that arena off, off of Rams fans. I'm just like saying, my, I, I, will, I will just say the Rams, the Rams have had two of the greatest defensive lines to ever touch the NFL. Defensive, uh, you talking about Aaron Donald? Who else? The, the defensive line unit last year, and then there was the. Uh, oh, oh, is that is that defensive line you embedded in the Giants? Which Giants? The Ferrari, the, for, the Ferrari ones, the uh, Michael Strahan, the, the, the OC, and, and, uh, and, uh, yeah. and Justin Tuck has a hole. Has a hole. I would take the Rams defensive line. I would. Wow. Or even better than the Buccaneers one? I, I would. I would take the Rams. Mm-hmm. I'm that take, I'm Bucks defense. That Bucks defense was nasty. That defensive uh-huh. line was nasty. Yeah. But but I would I would take the Rams. But the so, but the Rams had the defensive line last year. The great like one of those one of those defensive lines that that, that was the great that was one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um they also had and people forget this again because it was before we was born. But the, for for eight years, the Rams had um, the fearsome foursome on their D line. Was Deacon Jones and them boys? The fearsome foursome. So we gonna count before the Super Bowl era? I think that's before the Super Bowl era, right? No, 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 no. No, the Rams ain't that old. That's Super Bowl era. That's was that was before the, uh, the Super Bowl era. No, that's Super Bowl era. Mm-mm, that's okay. Super Bowl era. Okay, that's Super Bowl era. Yeah, yeah. That the Super the Super Bowl era. Um, Killer, do you know the years when the Super Bowl era started? I want to say it was 1963. Yes. 
Yes, 96, yeah, and the fearsome foursome, the fearsome foursome started in '63 and ended their reign in like '72. It was something crazy. But did they win Super Bowls though? Did they? It was, oh, 67, I remember, 67. I remember the, the purple people, people eaters. They're going to Super Bowls. The Steelers going to Super Bowls. The no, Rays purple, Super Bowls. no, 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 no. The purple people eaters. They didn't win the Super Bowl, did they? No, no. I say they, no, went, to the, they went to the Super Bowl. I'm talking about they went to the Super Bowl. They didn't win it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought yeah, you saying that, that it, like the Rams was it? They wasn't making Super Bowls. <laughs> they they wasn't really known for too much. They fell in a couple of cities. The, the even the merch, the brand, it wasn't. It's not like the Raiders brand, the Packers brand, the Steelers, the Cowboys, the Bears. Like it's not like that. Yeah, but but the but but it's it's the, it is better than the Eagles. I mean, come on, man. Eagles brand, come on, man. Come come on, come on, Mike. Let's be honest. I, I'm I'm being so serious, and I got the Eagles top ten, but I also got the Rams top ten. Like, oh no, nah, I see now. Nah. And Rams, they they have to do more to be in my top ten. Historically, more, they got to be more. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. Go look at the history. I, I cannot put in my top ten. I can't put them over the 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 Commodores. The Commanders. Man, we call them everything on this show. The Commanders, the Commodores, the Commanders. Condoms. <laughs> Damn. See, see. <laughs> all right, all right. So see, question, I, I, I had I had a joke to go right behind that. Y'all better be lucky that I didn't say that. <laughs> so, so question: the, Is the Bears? Giants, are they are they in your top ten? The Bears and the Giants are both in my top ten. Okay. The Giants are in mine. The Bears just made mine. <laughs> okay. Are the Raiders in anybody top ten? Raiders. Uh, in the Raiders yeah. made mine at nine. Yeah. I think I had the Giants at ten. The, Ra- the Raiders are number six for me. They're okay. six for me too. Okay, so I had them five, six. Okay, okay. And we we all had the first three the same, right? The Cowboys, Steelers, 49ers? No. No, I had Patriots at three. I had oh. Cowboys, 49ers, Patriots. I had Cowboys, forty. I had Cowboys, Forty Niners, Steelers, and I think it was Patriots. Yeah, I think okay. you had Patriots so so, so yeah. y'all tell me why did you have so much love for the Patriots? Because they've been the thirteen Super Bowls as a franchise. That's something. And keep on how many they've played. We haven't hit sixty yet. Which means I think they are. They have represented the AFC. I believe in Mike. I think it's some ass nine number like twenty eight percent, and then you got to keep in mind how many the Steelers have gone to, right behind that. I think we've been to nine. I'm gonna I'm tell I'm tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. The Patriots, the Patriots been thirteen, been the thirteen Super Bowls. They almost they they're almost at a fifty percent win percentage in Super Bowls. So they they six for thirteen. So they got six total rings, thirteen Super Bowl appearances. They got eleven conference championships they have 22 division championships they they have 28 total playoff appearances like the patriots are not this lousy franchise like the pa- the patriots have made a mark mm-hmm. like just looking at everything i mean i'll be real with you i'm looking at team nicknames the pats then the evil empire. Everyone else is like th- that. That nickname alone, that's dope as hell. I don't give a damn what no one say. Like, yeah, the the, the Patriots, the Patriots. It, it, it was eleven Super Bowl trips. My bad, eleven. Oh, so they're even they're they're winning Super Bowls at higher than a fifty percent rate uh, rate. Then yeah, it's eleven. They've been there. They've been there since. 
the first time they went to was 1985. And they lost and to the Bears. Yes. And in 98. And one, no, 98. not 96 against the Packers. 98 against the Packers. No, no, I'm up on 96. I don't know why it says 98. Because, yeah. because that was the second. Because I, I remember that AFC title game and that NFC championship game. Yeah, that was the I, first time. I think the Panthers played the Packers, and then the um, Patriots played the um, Jaguars. And both the Jaguars and the Panthers were both in the league for one year before one accomplishing year. that. Yeah, I don't know why it says 98 on here, but there, you're right, 96. Then 2001, 2003, 2004, um, yeah. 2007, 2011, they lost. 2014, 16, this, they won. This, 2017, they lost. This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. Who got the Patriots Wikipedia up right now? I do. Okay. The Steelers and the Patriots both got six, right? Mm-hmm. How many conference championships do the Patriots have? I forgot. Eleven. Eleven. The Steelers only have eight. This is not. This is not a shade to to your, your team. Oh, hey, I I I know. The the, the, the Steelers only, and you have the Steelers number two. Do say. Mm-hmm. The Patriots got just as many Super Bowl rings. The Patriots got more conference championships. The Patriots, how, how many division championships do the Patriots got, Killer? 22. The Steelers got 24. So the Patriots are only two behind the Steelers in that. How many playoff appearances the Patriots got? 28, right? Yep. And the Pittsburgh okay. Steelers got 33. Like, they are right there. Next okay. Remember, remember, it's more than this winning, though. It's more than this winning. We will say winning is a part of it. But remember, when you talk to your other criteria. They don't right, rank right. that that high on the criteria. Now, when they, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're top three. There's but, a whole, there's a whole on, on New England's Wikipedia page. There's a whole section that just talks about the culture of the Patriots. There's a whole section for it. It talks about the culture, and then and then it's not like the Patriots got a, like a shitty fan base. Like oh no 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 no. This this is why I have to, this is like I told you about the culture too. How how they even um when they when they go against the Patriots every week is a different game plan. They know you can, when you ever play. You uh, go against the Patriots tw- uh, two times a year, you go see two different teams. They're never the same team week to week to week to week. Like the Ravens, you know they're going to run the ball, throw to Mike Andrews. No, Patriots is different week to week to week. The only thing that I would say that the Patriots lack in as far as criteria is signature players. And that's because they have cha- they have changed out signature players like they changed draws so many damn times, yo. Like. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why you can't sit there and be like, oh, yeah, that, that's a signature player for the Patriots. The only one you can say is Brady, maybe Corey Dillon, maybe. No, he's, well, a he's a Bengal. I, I think him as a Bengal, yeah. I think I say Corey Dillon. Willie McGinnis, Richard Seymour. Um, Curtis Martin. C- Curtis Martin is a Jet. He's a Jet. Yeah, but he started with the Patriots. But I'm, I'm looking at like a list of the guys now. Um, um, but like Troy Brown, Troy, Troy Brown, Edelman, Edelman, uh, Edelman, uh, Amendola, Gronk, Gronk, oh, yeah, Gronk. Yo, and can't forget about one of the most famous Patriots of all time. I know he, Hernandez. I knew you about to say. Oh, I knew you about to say. Say that, what man. you want. He was a dog, bro. He Hernandez was. He was, yeah. he, he, was, was he was a killer. He was he, a killer. He, um, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he is a key, yo. <laughs> I was waiting on that. But look, but look. So, so after hearing all that, you still don't think the Patriots are top five? Nah, I like my top five. I like you don't have the Patriots above Ooh. the. Uh, actually, wait a minute. Your pa- the Patriots are behind the Eagles. Yeah, behind the Eagles, behind the That's Giants, behind I'm the saying. Bears, behind the Raiders. Yeah, y'all had 
there were two Eagles teams I remember, the 2017 team and then all those four straight years of McNabb. Outside of that, Reggie White and Chris and uh, and I'm gonna say Chris Cunningham and uh, Randall Cunningham. But the, there was and, nothing else. And there was nothing else. And here's the thing. You said you said Reggie White. You said it. Yeah, I said that Reggie okay. White. One of um, Terry, Terry Owens, Donovan McNabb. I'm talking about the recent yeah, era. We had, we yeah, had yeah that, that was during that was during the I call that the McNabb era because but, but, you only had To for like two years. And here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. The Eagles for the the Eagle the Patriots being being behind the Eagles to me now I understand this list is subjective like each one of us got our own rankings or whatever but the pay, the the reason why the Eagles being in front of the Patriots but one of the one of the reasons why it doesn't make sense to me is because the the Eagles have have how can I put it the Eagles have a less amount of everything. So they only have one Super Bowl. They only have four yeah. conference championships. They only got 15. Well, conference, oh, oh, con- you say conference championships? Y'all only have four. We have 15. Divisional yeah. championships? No. Well, conference, conference is different from division. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Got y'all, only have, y'all only have four conference championships. Y'all have 15 division championships. All of those numbers are smaller than the Patriots. All of them. The playoff appearances are, are exactly the same as the Patriots, but the Patriots are pretty much lapping the Eagles in everything else as far as winning. And now the now the Eagles, the Eagles, I would I would say the Eagles do have a better fan, do have a greater fan base. Way say, better fan base. I would say the Eagles. I would say the Eagles and better brand. I say a better a bigger brand too, even to this day. I, I was mm. I, I think I think the Eagles culture and the Patriot culture is about even. I think the Patriots have more historical relevance. Mm, I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say the Eagles, but also players. Dude, I, I, I say the Eagles, about players, Eagles relevance. The bulk of the Eagles relevance comes because they're tied to the Dallas Cowboys directly. Stop saying this, Sexy. I know you're gonna say Sexy. <laughs> I think that's everybody. No, no I'm being everybody. 100 honest. If Dallas was Dallas carried that division, if it wasn't for the Dallas Cowboys, these other teams would not matter as much. And, and Lawrence Taylor. Whoa, 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 whoa! You said the Cowboys mm. carried the NFCs? Yes. Oh no. Oh no, oh no! I think yes. all of us being good and being good at certain times help the Cowboys, and then also our fan base is so big that it makes everybody hates the Cowboys even more. I think a lot of people hate the hate the Dallas Cowboys for the same reason that people hate the Duke Blue Devils. But I think because also they play in the NFC East, we have they have you know I think most of our top ten besides well skins would have been there, but. What they had every single NFC East teams in the top ten. I think everybody had them except for, except for the DC team, right? Yeah, except, except for the DC team. But the the crazy thing is, is that a lot of the relevance, like the Giants, for the longest time in that division could have stood on their own because they had four rings and they got four rings and they've had them since 2011. So yeah, they they could have stood on their own. The Eagles for the longest time didn't have a ring, and then the Redskins or the Washington team, whatever you want to call them. They failed to be relevant once the team was bought by Snyder. So when I say that division was carried by the Dallas Cowboys, even when the Dallas Cowboys were five and eleven, they were still a more relevant franchise during that period of time than I would even say the Philadelphia Eagles were, and they were the ones winning. They're more popular. I ain't gonna say more. They're more popular, yeah, because the Cowboys is the most popular franchise. But also when the when the Cowboys were winning in the nineties. The Eagles was good. The only reason why we never made a Super Bowl is because we had a whole bunch of injuries. 
to our quarterback with Randall Callahan and also injuries on defensive side. But then also in that era, you had to cap the uh, the commanders of the DC team was hella good. They won in 91. And also the Giants won in two years in the 90s. It was everybody in, the, in that NFC. The Giants didn't win the Super Bowl until they got Eli. They went for Phil Sims for those two years and then two with Eli. I'm talking about, I'm talking about in, the, in, the Dallas, in, the, in the early 90s. You're talking about division titles? No, I'm talking about Super Bowls. They didn't win a Super Bowl in the nineties. The Giants did not win a Super Bowl in the ninety. No. The Giants they won. They won a ninety-one. No, that was Dallas. No, that was Dallas. No, Dallas was ninety-two. Ninety-two, ninety-three. No, they, they the Giants definitely did win one Super Bowl in the nineties. It was it was the nineteen ninety season. That's what it was. That was it. He won it in the nineties, man. It was it was the nineteen ninety season. That was Phil Sims. That was it. Was eighty-nine, ninety? That was the year. It was ninety. Eighty-nine, yeah. That was the '89 season, man. The postseason starts in January. That's the only bruh, reason why they used to do it. It's the '90s, bro. It's the that '90s. The the bulk of that season was played <laughs> in the '80s. Get out of here. That was but 16 when was the Super Bowl games. When was the Super Bowl? Right, bro. Mike, Mike, I got a question for you, Mike. Yeah. All right. Let's say you take a um, you're taking a class, right? Uh huh. The class starts in October. It ends in January. Was that a January class? Um, this like, is oh wait, wait, this is what I can tell you. Um, I can tell you that my senior year at high school started in August 2006, but I, I was the class of 2007. I graduated in fifth grade. Thank you. June of 2007. But the bulk of that school year was after the uh, was after New Year's. Yes. So that I get. So you're not but, so, so but the not regular ready. season itself. I mean the regular season all happened the, it all the, happened the, in the regular, that year of eighty nine. The, reg, the regular season did happen in eighty nine, but the way the NFL counts it, you gotta give the New York the New York Giants the nineteen ninety Super Bowl, not the they, thank you. <laughs> I like, mean, that's that's that's, that's, that's the trophy, man. Don't be mad at me. That's that's just being fair. That's just being fair. Yeah. All right, all right. I, I'll concede the point, but I still I'm, think I'm right. But like, like I said, <laughs> in the '90s, when when Cowboys was winning, Giants was good. The the the, the Skins was good. As the, the '91 Skins, regardless, one of the greatest team of all time. Metrics huh? and stuff like that. They regardless one of the top three to, to some, the greatest team of all time. And go look it up. I can list 16 other championship teams that will bust them. Yeah, yeah, that '91. Go look it up. Go do your research. Go look it up. That '91 Skins team. I'm not even a Skins fan, but the '91 Skins team is one of the greatest teams of all time. But um, and also the, at that time too, the Eagles was a very, very good team with Buddy Ryan. We just never got that break. No pun intended. We had uh, we had a bunch of injuries, but we also played y'all twice in the in the Super Bowls in the '90s, the, the early and mid '90s. So everybody in that division was good because you're so you're a Steelers fans, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, should Steelers go down in rank because y'all play with the Bengals and the Browns? No. But that's the reason why their rank is actually higher than it should be. Because they're directly connected to us. You don't, like, you seriously think that if it wasn't for us, the Ravens wouldn't be as high as they are on many people's list. We validate, like, the top, the leading teams typically validate the rest of the division. The, the Patriots, the Patriots now validate that that division the patriots validated that division the steelers validated our division 
The Cowboys do not validate the NFC. The Cowboys, everybody, yes, they do. Everybody contributes to it, man. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, okay. Look, I get, I get what both of y'all are saying. This is, let me, let me say this. There is, to Killer's point, there is always, there is always a signature team of of a division. There's always the signature team. Like when you think of the division. That is the team that you think of. They set the identity for the division. There, there is, there is that team. So for the AFC North, it is Pittsburgh. For the NFC East, it is Dallas. For for the eight for the AFC West, for the AFC West historically, I would probably say that it's either the Chiefs or the Broncos. Um, well, no, the Raiders. I would say it's the Raiders historically. Um, you know, so so there are those teams that like define each division, um, you know. But with the NFC East, the reason why it is the greatest division ever in all of football is because of conversations like this. It's hard. It, it's it, it's like it's no debate that it's no debate about the Steelers in, uh, in the AFC North. It, it this this NFC East argument makes it so makes it, it the NFC this NFC East argument is uh we're having the argument because of the impact that all four teams have. And there's no other division that can say that. Um the question I got for you do say and this is going to test to see how real and unbiased you are. Of the NFC East teams, rank them. Based on what we're going to base it on. It's just how I feel. Based on, based on just, just the perception of the team, of the perception of all four teams, like currently. Historically, historically, historically. including now, but historically, mm. because, because I'm gonna tell you, because I'm gonna tell you. Okay, I, I know it. It'll be Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, uh, Skins, or see, see, no, see, no, see. I Skins, put, Eagles. I will put the Skins above the Eagles. Currently, though. No, no, no. I'm not talking about currently. No, you, I'm talking, no, no. I'm, oh, you say, say that's what I'm saying. We talking about everything from. From 1963 till now? From 1963 until now. Because, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. With these rankings, the greatest franchises of all time, I would put the, I would put the Eagles above Washington simply because of Dan Snyder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's why I have the Eagles above them now. But, but when, I say, when I say rank them, I, I guess I'm not I'm – t- when I say rank them, maybe – I'll put it like this, and this is no disrespect to Philly. Like I said, all four teams, all four teams to me have made their mark in our division. But if you told me that one has to be a freshman team, one has to be a JV team, and two have to be varsity teams, the Cowboys and the Giants are the varsity teams. I would, historically, I would agree with that. Washington is the JV team. The Eagles would be the freshman team. See, I'll disagree with that. I think since over the last 20 years and the name change that some of that culture has left, 
that's why I agree with that's that. That's why that's why the Commodores, the Commanders, they dropped down. <laughs> the Commodores. That's why they dropped down to number four. Now, if they never change the name and still have the culture they used to have, okay, then you we would have an argument with that. But okay, they, okay, I'll give you that. They I'll lost that. all that because okay. you, you told me from 1963 yeah. until currently right now. Correct. Which, all means, all that. which means you can't take the Dan Snyder era out. That's that, absolutely that, true. And exactly, I gotta, I gotta include that. I gotta include that. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna take that, and we've been the most relevant team in the NFC, NFC East since 2000. Consistent team, I'll say that. Not relevant, but most, the most of, the, of the division. Yeah, other division. The last, of the last division. twenty, the twenty years have been, I'll say Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, and Lonnie Richie. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's I, I, the but last we, 20 years in the division, yes. But we're not doing the last 20 years. We're going to do the whole from 1963 till right. now. Yeah. That's my ranking. Cowboys number one. Giants number two. Eagles number three. The Commanders number four. If you're talking about this last 20 years, then I'll rank the I'll say Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, uh, Commanders. That's that's, that's how I feel. I guess I guess my thing, I guess my thing with Philly. So so I, I agree that because of the dance, not an air, Philly is above Washington. I guess my thing is I don't think Philly should be above teams like the Patriots. The Patriots have more of an imp- have made more of an impact on the NFL than Philly has. That is just a fact. That it's just I think in, in my thinking, I feel like it is all over the last twenty years, Tom Brady. That's why they. I mean, you, and you, like you said, you can't take that away. We do not. We can't take it away. We can't take it. It's part of history. Like you said, it's part of history. And some, some of my things also is like looking for like the next five years, ten years, where I also see teams might be at. So like the Ravens on my list in ten years from now, they might be in my top ten most likely. If they, the way that they, they, the way projection. The way I see the Ravens, they're probably in my top ten. So I also have a little bit of that in my list too, with the historic context too. Hey, Corey, you quiet, man? What you think about this whole thing? You quiet? Ah. I'm I'm just sitting over here, just enjoying the the banter, man. This is this is good stuff, bro. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this man Corey I'm turning into a listener. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like like I said, it's like it's, it's all subjective, like. To me, it's like I, I like the the Patriots. They they have to be somewhere in, in in everybody's like top three or four. Like I I this impact they have to be. Everything else, you know, like you know, it's subjective. And like Duce made a lot of great points. You know, like yeah, a lot of um, he did. I mean, especially like the you know the the fan base and, and things like that. And I ain't I ain't gonna lie to you. He had me for a second, like rethinking my Rams at at nine uh, ranking. But you know, I'm sticking them there. But yeah, I, I like I like the list. But yeah, like. The NFC East conversation, I mean, you you know, it to me it's the best division. It's tough, but like, you know, I like the I like the bench. I mean, I, I think we all have solid reasons of why we put each each teams where we put them too. So yeah. yeah. All right. So look, we gotta get we gotta get through the NBA part. Okay. Okay. Uh, one one day I want like to like like to say yeah. if the Eagles let's say we win another Super Bowl, win two more Super Bowls, would it, your views on the Eagles be different? Yes or no? If y'all win two more Super Bowls, I yeah. move. The, I will move the Eagles from ten to eight. No, in the NFC East. I'm talking about in the NFC East. 
oh, if the, if the Eagles win two more Super Bowls, yeah, I move them, I will move them above the forty uh, above the uh, Washington team because at that point it gives you more of a whoa, winning whoa, whoa, relevance. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, you you don't have Philly above Washington right now. If I had to rank out the divisions historic the the division historically, no, but. As far as ranking, it's kind of weird because if you ask me to rank them in division, just basing it off what I've seen those four organizations do over the course of the years and the impact on the division itself, I would have to put Washington ahead. But when I did my ranking for holistically, I then, you know, I put more weight onto certain um, certain aspects and how the name of that team has been tarnished, did weigh it in as far as that's concerned. So it was a little different. So so if, if the Eagles won two more Super Bowls, I wouldn't change I wouldn't change where they are at all in the division because I would still I would still have Cowboys, Giants, Washington. Because even with two more Super Bowls from the Eagles, I still don't think that eclipses what the Giants have done. I, I do not. I do not believe that. Like the the. What about DC? Do we, do we eclipse DC? Y'all already eclipsed DC. I have y'all above. I have Washington. Okay. 12. I got Washington got twelve. I got y'all at ten. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So y'all are already above Washington. Okay. Cool. You know cool. Yeah. Only above Washington. Okay. We good. Okay, we can <laughs> as long as we're <laughs> not to me against a, a team that changed their names to the, the Commodore. I mean, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not, yeah, yeah. You know, y'all are already above Washington, but if but if y'all won two more Super Bowls, I would keep y'all in the same spot, that third place, but y'all would be on the Giants' heels. Respect. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, hey, look, so we got to do the NBA. We got to do the NBA, right? Can we all mm-hmm. agree on who we had as the worst team? <laughs> yeah. Corey, Corey, you had, you had, Corey, you had who? The Clippers. Killer, you had who? The Los Angeles Paperclips. I had the Clippers. Do say, who's the worst? The Clip Show. All right, all right. I'm just, making, I'm just making sure we at least got that one. We if we in sync but, with that one. Are they still called Lob City? Was that was that them? No, 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 no. Lob City over. Okay. Lob City, City ended when, De- um, when DeAndre Jordan's knees went out. Oh, Lob, Lob City chasing rings. Oh my goodness. It was it. And the only reason, and the reason why they worked, besides all the the bad they done, the first time they went to the Western Conference Finals was what two years ago with Tom Ron Lou. First time they ever been to the Western. Oh, Conference. in the bubble was it? No, not in the bubble. The no, year the year after. Bubble. The year after the bubble. Oh, the year after. The year after the bubble. Yeah. yeah. First time making the, the Giannis championship. Yes, the first time making a Western Conference Finals ever. Yeah, you're the worst franchise. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Damn. In most of them years, they ain't even get to the playoffs. <laughs> nope. That's the only reason why I had Charlotte above them. Yeah. All right, so what's your, so what's your top 15 look like, say? Okay, so I, I... Oh, you did all 30. Well, no, I didn't do... I I, I, I did Liz and I couldn't... I, I, we, I'm on... Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with my top five right now. Just more top five right now. Um, number one, Lakers. Again, that's that's everybody number one, right? Nah, Killers was Boston. Mine was Boston. Boston, and because what reason again? Because they got. It was the the strength of the dominance and how long it was for that period of time, and then to like I just liked 
I just like what Boston did a little bit kill, better, but kill, that was kill, the main reason. Killer a Bulls fan, he don't want to. He don't want to admit it's L.A. That's what it is. He would rather be Boston. Mike, I hate LA. Boston more than I hate L.A. To be honest with you. Oh shit, you tripping? I wouldn't. Why would I hate a team that? Why would I hate a team that we beat? Shit, they beat our ass for years before that. But all right, <laughs> it was Boston who's beating our ass for years. <laughs> <laughs> but no, all right, go ahead, Duce. All right, so we got the Lakers number one. Number two, Boston. Number three, this might be a shock to y'all. The Knicks, number four. Oh, hell no. Yo, oh, I'm in the show. No. I'm in the show. Hey, yo, thank y'all oh, so much for no. listening today. It's, 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 we had a great it's, time. You're not. Show's over. Show's over. Show's over. You're talking about the brand. You have to be the talking about the brand. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the brand, the fans. It's like, okay, no, they're like the Cowboys in a sense fans. No, no, no. No, the Cowboys have a winning history. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. They're like the Cowboys fans without the winning. Can I, can I, do you let me finish my thought. They're like Cowboys fans without the the nine nine percent Cowboys fans. Nah, Cowboy Cowboys fans are like Lakers fans. That that's probably no, the, the best. Uh, no, because mm-hmm. Lakers win way too much, way too more, way way more than y'all do. So nah. That's currently. That's because they've been around forever. The no. NBA is like two million years old. It was the Cow- signing of the Declaration of Independence and then the first basketball game for the Los Angeles Lakers and the Boston Celtics. The Knicks fans are delusional at times a lot. The 99% of Cowboys fans are delusional at times. Are oh, you talking fan base right now? Yes, yes, I, yeah, I said fan. I said fan. Yeah. But the only difference is the Knicks don't win. They haven't won since 73. So, but this that brand, they relevant. Yeah, how can you put them at number three? They haven't won nothing. You're right. But they still relevant in the NBA circle. Master Square Garden, the Knicks are always relevant. Don't it's matter. It's crazy when the best player in that is the best player in that building of all time didn't even play there. The McDonald's All American game is more relevant than the Knicks because they play it at Madison Square Garden. Not in NBA circles. Not in NBA circles. The Knicks have a strong fan base. They still relevant. Master Square Garden still sells out. Is it something about the Knicks and that bar? Is this you talking about the hey, team? Mike, Mike, hired, I, I got wait, a question. Wait, 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 wait. Do say talk about the team that hired Rick Brunson just so they could sign Jalen Brunson? And it still make news. It still make news. Like, and put it like this: if you win a championship in 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 New York, you are God. You it's like winning five championships in the Lakers. You are God in New York. You got it in the NBA. That's so. but the, you know what? You know what? That's, that's probably why it's a whole hell hole there now. Because yeah. they ain't won in so long. Ain't they? They ain't got no God out there. So, killer, look, look, killer, Corey, do say, look. If you give a homeless person a biscuit, you're a god. That don't mean you did anything special. No, if you give somebody, if you give a homeless person a thousand dollars, you're God. Like a biscuit, what he gonna throw that back at you? Like where? I need ten dollars. You get the analogy though. One ring one ring in New York is ten rings everywhere else because New York is begging for one. Yeah. That's the only reason why. Yeah. They're, but they're still poor. But also they're when poor the Knicks, in the NBA. When the Knicks are good, the NBA are be- the NBA is a better I agree with player. that. That's you why I got him. I got him in my top ten. Yes, and that's why that's why I was happy them. They're still one of the most fr- valuable franchises. You go to New York to play. Everybody go to New York to have to, you want to show out. You want to know something? The, 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 Knicks, the Knicks ain't more valuable than, than the Bulls. I, I got a question real quick, and this is going to prove that point. And, Mike, who's currently holding the um, longest sellout record in the NBA right now as far Chicago. as uh, home games? Um, who holds the longest one? Now, that's current. Who holds the longest streak for sellouts? 
think Chicago. Chicago, they probably Michael Jordan. There you go. It's oh no, we were selling out when we had no. Michael Sweet. No, I think I think I think the Bulls I think the Bulls got that record. Uh, Hold up, show, long, show, I think the Bulls got that record. Longest the sellout Bulls streak era. in the NBA belongs to the Chicago Bulls. And I'll be honest with you, I think it was after the Jordan era. Uh, it had to be uh, the longest sellout streak is saying the Portland Trailblazers. Portland, what years? Um, 1977 to 1995. Shit. Oh, I got Portland in my top 10 for a reason similar to this. Yeah. I mean, Portland travels really well. Yeah. Uh, the fan yeah, base. Portland, Portland. But as far as, it, as far as it goes, I know Chicago's up there. Yeah, no, Chicago up there. Even even after Michael Jordan retired, they were still selling out. I got, like family, I got, family, I got family in Chicago, South Side of Chicago. Yeah. Shout out to We had some bad teams. And Mike, still, you were there suffering yeah, with me. We so, had some bad teams. Still Eddie, so Eddie Curry can run? Dude, we had Tyson Chandler at the small forward position. <laughs> we had some bad teams. But, like we I drafted said, Michael Sweetney and thought it was going to be nice. We gave Jalen Rose a fat contract. We also drafted Jay Will. We yeah. have had a long, arduous road. But, but remember, remember and in I that said- short period of time where we were really, really, really good, the Knicks' entire history can't even fuck with it. No, that's crazy. Can I say this? The Knicks was relevant before '84. Just can I say that the Knicks was relevant <laughs> before '84, and the Knicks, the, the Jordan Knicks, that rivalry. The Bulls right are there, relevant after 2000. They, the Knicks are still relevant to this day. They don't win, but they still relevant to this day. The bulk and, of the Knicks' relevancy from the '90s was because they were tied directly to Michael Jordan. As well, far as the rivalry well, goes. Well, also, Michael Jordan was kind of directly tied to them, too. It, go, it goes no, like... Nah, it, it would have been in the 90s. No, no. All, been, the reason why I say go vice versa, because the Knicks was real good in the 90s, and they the had Knicks, those playoff the, battles. The those passive playoff battles, and also Master Square Garden. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. The Knicks, the Knicks provided no value to the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. Yes, they do. No, yes, the, oh, Knicks, the Knicks, listen, listen, the Knicks provided value to the rivalry between, like, the rivalry Bulls-Knicks, but they did not provide any value to they the did. Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls, the Chicago Bulls were so dominant in the 90s. On, I, honestly, I would say that the Pacers contributed more no. to the Chicago Bulls than the Knicks did. No, mm-hmm. no. Nah. Yeah. In the 90s? Yeah. In the yes. 90s, stop. Yes. And who went to the finals in the 90s? Who's the only person that got Jordan in a fist fight? Reggie Miller. Reggie if Miller did beat his the ass. Pa- the Pacers. That's not the, that's not the point. The Pacers, the, the, the Pacers, Pacers were up the, 3-2 against the, us the Pacers, in 98. The Pacers and the Bulls was a bloodbath. Like, and the Knicks wasn't? The Knicks and them? The, the greatest... The greatest like, one of the greatest... Like the, greatest the, the, the 90s Knicks. Come the, on, reason, yeah. the, the Knicks were soft. That the Knicks were soft. Knicks that was the problem soft. with the, the Knicks. Knicks was, you know, the Knicks was not soft. They when they got hired Pat Riley, they it wasn't no Showtime. No, no, it was all. It was like a, similar to the nineties. Uh, bad Boys Pistons. No, the, the Knicks were soft. That's why they got oh, Oakley. That's why they, that's why they got Oakley and Anthony Mason because they had no interior. They, they were soft. Okay, they wasn't soft. They had they had, they had some rough riders on that team. 
Anthony Mason is more known for being drunk in Charlotte than he is for doing anything relevant yeah, for the yeah. Knicks. Yeah, I, I know Anthony yeah, Mason. I hate on the, yeah, I, I'm not, yeah, I hate on the Knicks, but like they definitely to, to the whole historic. I, I'm doing the same kind of criteria we have for the NFL too. Just let y'all know. So, with that being said, the Knicks are even when they're bad, they're relevant. They've been relevant since they've been in the NBA. Madison Garden is one of the greatest arenas of all time. I've been there. The old Madison Square Garden and the new Madison Square Garden. Is just a different five. It's a mecca of a, uh, it's a mecca of a basketball. You everybody go there to show out. Everybody, even when the Knicks are bad, you go there to try to play your best game. Try to pit fifty on them. You can't say that when you try and go to Chicago. You're not saying the same thing. So to me, in my opinion, the, the Knicks are the number three franchise. And even to this day, they they if they didn't have Jim Do- uh, Dolan as the uh, the owner, they had somebody good. It'll be a way. If they had like the, the owners from the uh, Golden State Warriors. It'll be a different. I think that the history will be a lot different, or the or the perceived history will be a lot different. Yeah, but it's not though. I know, I know, I know it's not. <laughs> I was waiting on you to say that. It, it, it's not. But I've been saying they just like they haven't done anything number... to. They haven't done anything to be top three. I like. I just. I yeah. That's just me though. That's just you though. But I give I, you my. I feel like when, when one of the most notable moments of your franchise's existence is one of your fans getting um picked on by a basketball player, that shows a serious lack of relevance on the floor. Spike Lee is still the most famous person on that sideline. That's still like Spike Lee is a lot. I'm the same. I've been there. That, no, that, that's it. that's that's more that works more to the detriment when you're talking about relevancy in basketball. <clears throat> I mean, one of the most relevant fans in all of football is Fireman Jim for the dang on Jets. Do you think anyone puts them any higher than they are because of that? Spike Lee to him. Stop playing. You're not comparing Spike Lee. <laughs> all right, what, what about those fans in Washington, the, 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 pig, the pigs? The, um, oh what do y'all call them? The Hoggets? They don't exist no more. They don't exist no more. I'm just, I'm, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, does that add any more relevance to how good of a franchise that is? But remember the criteria we have, though. I'm talking about this, the criteria as a whole. Yeah, the Knicks number, or my number three. The Knicks don't have a winning history. At all. <laughs> At all. They, like, they, they have moments. They have moments. They have moments. Dude, that's like they putting don't. the Bengals up there because they <laughs> oh, have moments. The Knicks, the Knicks had one winning history moment. They don't got one championship. Yes, they got one championship, but they, they had moments in the 80s, the 90s, when they had mellow. I think the Knicks got two. I think they got seventy-one and seventy-three. Also, it's more and more. It's more towards this, the mecca basketball. I, I, basketball. Yeah, yeah. You're doing it because of the brand. Yeah, the, the brand. Because, brand. because the Knicks also don't have a culture. Nobody knows what the culture is of the Knicks. You know what the culture is of New York City in basketball. That's, that's part, not the that's, Knicks. That's part of it. Though. That's part. That's a little part of it. But I'm saying no. This has, that's not the Knicks. No, that's Rucker. But but uh, but Master, uh, mecca basketball. Rucker has more relevance. No. Stop it. Games at the Rucker have more relevance than Nightman the Knicks. Has, has more than Rucker Ma- right now. Let, that's let, no, let's let's be clear. Let's be clear. With in basketball, Madison Square Garden, the arena, is a legendary arena. But the reason why New York is the mecca is because of Rucker Park. It's not because of yeah. MSG. Man, Dykeman is more of a staple now than, than Rucker Park. <laughs> <laughs> well, well now, well now, I mean, hey, honestly, honestly, people consider New York the mecca of basketball. I don't, I don't, I, I don't think New York is a mecca of basketball personally. But, but uh, let me let me continue my list. I, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I still feel the Knicks, Knicks number three. But hey, B- Bills, the, the Bills, the Bulls number four. Um, I've got how many Bulls fans we have on here? Two. Who, who's, who's 
Mike, I know you won. Who's the other one? Me. Okay, Kelly, you, you the other Bulls fan. Bulls number four, because like I said, we can't take away what Michael Jordan did for the league, for the Bulls, as an organization. Knicks. For the for the NBA, um, he, it's self-explanatory. Bulls number four, and then also the way he's changed the culture, where they still relevant to this day. As in, when, once he retired back in '98, they're still selling out, yep. and they they hold that. And, they, and also, they have one of the best arenas in the NBA, um, the United Center. Still, hey, I think he holds the can most. I, can, I tell a, can I tell a real quick story about yeah. uh, about the bull the Bulls and Washington? Because you were Washington fan, so can I tell like a real a little, real quick story? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And, and it's it's not like no shade to Washington. No, no. But but I remember when Jordan came out of retirement and played for the Wizards, right? Yep. When the Bulls and the Wizards played the first game, like the first time Jordan came out of retirement and he was with the Wizards, you would have thought the MCI Center was the United Center. It was so many damn Bulls fans in that arena, and it was in D.C. Yo, that shit was fucking crazy. Like, yeah. it was so many red jerseys, dog. You would have thought it was the damn Bulls arena. Bro, you expect anything different That's that, in that first game? You expect anything different? Man. I, said, I think they also used the Bulls announcer for that game. That was his last game. His last game in Philadelphia. Last game, okay. Yeah. But, see, but see, me as a – me, Jordan came back in Washington, what, 2002, right? 2001. 2001. Yeah. So as a twelve as a twelve year old, as a twelve year old, when you when you go to see the greatest player ever, the reason why you became a Bulls fan as a twelve year old, when you go to see that dude and he playing for the opposite team, and you go in the arena and you like, oh my god, it's almost like he ain't leave Chicago. It's like you got you had Bulls fans rooting for the Wizards with they Bulls jerseys on and shit like. <laughs> fucking crazy. Like, I ain't never seen Bulls fans root against their team except for that one that one night. That and, shit was fucking crazy. And that's why the Bulls number four, because what Michael Jordan did for the Bulls. Like you right, said, we can't right. take we can't take that away. And Mike, remember we had a conversation? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. never trying to take that away. Look, I think I'm, glad, I'm glad you put respect on the Bulls name and put him at four. I got him yeah. at I got him at three, so it's not that far off, but yeah. I didn't use the dog trying to slight the Bulls. I'm like, no, well, the whole Bulls history is Michael Jordan, but like, we can't take away Michael Jordan. I mean, there's only take- one other team I put ahead of Chicago other than the obvious two, and that's the Golden State Warriors. The New York Knicks have no claim to anywhere you near the top five. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> number, five, number five, I have, surprisingly, I've got about the Warriors, but number five, hmm. I had the Heat, but I think I want to say the Warriors. I didn't want to say the Warriors for. I had, I had the Warriors at six. I, 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 the Heat been I, more relevant. They've been they came in the league in 1989, and the Heat damn near been relevant in the 90s to 2000s. You talking about since they since they existence? Yes, yeah, since the existence, they've been. I, I, I had Miami at number four. Who do you, you had Warriors after them? No, I had Warriors at number six. I had um, so my five was Lakers, Celtics, Bulls, Miami at four, San Antonio at five. Then I had Golden State at six. Ooh, Killer, what was your top five? It was Boston, L.A., Chicago. I had, I believe, it was Golden State, San Antonio. And Corey, what was your top five again? L.A., Boston, Chicago, Golden State, San Antonio. 
okay. So everybody has the well. I have the I have the heat. The Knicks in the, in the wrong spot. And nah, nah, I'm gonna get right, <laughs> right, right, right there. Maybe maybe it'll change. Maybe this this might be fluent, but uh, maybe it'll change. But I had I had the Heat over San at the Heat over San Antonio. Me too. I got the at Heat, heat over San Antonio. Antonio. I'm gonna say the Warriors over San Antonio. I think this is a bigger brand than San Antonio. I think San Antonio was they had some boring NBA finals and they had some of the most lowest rated NBA finals of all time. Mm-hmm. So I mean I love Tim Duncan. I love they made the playoffs twenty two straight years. I think they also won fifty games twenty years. You can't take that away from them, but Warriors have a bigger brand. And Steph Curry over Tim Duncan, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Uh also I have my top ten. I have this one might be surprised y'all. I have Portland in my top ten, and this is why I have Portland in top my top ten. Oh yeah, you wildin'. No, no, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you why Portland is in my top ten. Um, first they had the the second longest, they had the second longest playoff streak in the NBA. They made right the playoff, Utah. Yeah, right, right above Utah. They from 1983 to 2000 to 2003. They won the finals, I believe. In the, I think 1977 with Bill Walton. Mm-hmm. They're relevant from the 80s to the 90s, early 2000s, but also after that when they had Brandon Roy and also when they have now Dame Lillard. Now they don't have the NBA Finals appearances or titles like other teams, but being consistent definitely go higher on my list. Has and you don't really have too many years that we're you're really really bad. They've been consistently there for for the, the almost the entirety of their franchise, and they did never hit that level where they was had uh, dynasties and won championships like that, but but you being that consistent for so long in different eras, you be in my top ten. That's why I have Portland in my top ten. Okay, I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. Let me know if y'all three want to do this. Do okay. Say, I do say, I'll yeah. Play. You can come back on the show for this episode when we do it. Okay. Yo, let's rank the college basketball. Let's rank the college basketball <sighs> universities mm. all all time. Who's the greatest teams? Yeah, and we can only we can we'll do it. Ain't gotta be because it's too many damn colleges. We can do um we can do a top ten, and we can just list who's in the top ten programs. Programs, the basketball, okay. college basketball program. What okay. are the top ten basketball programs? But you got to rank them in order. Okay. So, I think that I think that would be just as just as hard, but just as fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that top five is gonna have the same five schools, but they're gonna be in all kinds of a different order. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, because because y'all know the schools. We we all know who they are. Motherfuckers forgot about how dominant UCLA. UCLA, that's exactly where I went with it. Ten in a row, my guy. And I feel like, and I feel like one of us four, and it ain't gonna be me, is gonna put Duke number one. I feel like somebody's gonna put Duke number one. I tell you right now, if you put Duke number one, uninvite yourself. Like. (laughs) 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 But Duke, hold on, Duke gotta be. In the top top five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. yeah like, like I said, we I all know top five top, schools: yeah, UNC, top five. Duke, CLA, Kentucky, um, Duke. Yeah, that's that's the UNC, Duke. Those, those Kentucky, are the five teams. UCLA, 
Kentucky, UCLA, Duke, Carolina. Kansas. Kansas, yeah, yeah for there's, sure. There, there's your five. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. But six through ten is a mother flipper. Here's here's the thing, and this is a hot take. Six through ten, I'm Villanova don't fit nowhere in that picture. I I, I have somebody. I know, I know I'm gonna put in there. I got a wild card team. So yeah, we'll. So yeah, we'll we'll uh. Yeah, oh, we'll plan, we'll plan what's the criteria? Remember, what's what's the criteria? Hey, so look, that's the thing though. Like my criteria and your criteria might be different. Killer criteria I know. might be different. Yeah, I know. Remember, Mike, ours never lined up. Okay, all right. That's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes, like, what NFL list, was like me and Mike had a criteria. So I'm like, all right, we can go with that. I like the criteria. So, but I might, he know he has a 100% scale. Me, I might weigh something more than other things and yeah, whatnot. I got an even, I got an even scale. Everything is broken up with the, with an equal, with an equal uh, percentage. Okay. There's, there's not one, there's not one thing that weighs more than the other. All right, so when you do your list, tell tell what's your criteria and what weighed it more. Or when you explain the teams, the programs, you can say this is why I feel like you know what I'm saying this they're above this and blah blah blah. Oh, I got I got one that needs to be factored in. Length of relevance. Thank you. Can I say consi- like consistency? That's consistency. why Portland was in my top ten. You, if you mm-hmm. consistently there, I gotta give you kudos for that. I give you yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can I can rock that. And and, and I I'll give you one tidbit. I'll give you a sleep sleeper team. I think in my I got probably gotta do it, but I think one sleeper team I might have in my list is Arizona. Yeah, I had them in my top ten. I had them in my top ten actually. Yeah. All right. So look. The man Connecticut. Mm. So look. Mm. Do say, are you familiar with the game that we play? Is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, we 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 done it before. We done it before. All right, so I'm a, in case we got new people that's listening, right? I'm a so me or Killer or Core, usually one of us, we ring off stats about a player. Oh, I'm low. Can y'all hear me? Y'all can hear you better now. I'll, I'll always let you know. My bad. Appreciate it. All right, so for all the new people listening, usually me, Killer or Corey have a player in mind and we debate if he's a Hall of Famer based on his numbers. We don't say the person's name and there's a little bit of other information that we don't give out. So, the first question after the stats are read, you have to answer is the, is the person a Hall of Famer? And then the second then the second question is, who is it? So far, every time Killer has done this, except once, Mm-hmm. I have gotten the person right. I was so fucking happy. So fucking proud of myself. Killer almost never gets the person right. No one <laughs> never, almost never gets the person right. So, unlucky for you, Killer, I got the is he a Hall of Famer. That is so, true. It is your So, what I'm going to do, let me bring up the player real quick because I got him in mind. And I, and I verified we have never talked about this person. And is he all of famous? <clears throat> all right. So this man has career averages. Oh, we're talking about NBA, by the way. This man has career averages of 18 points a game, five and a half rebounds a game, six assists per game. Oh, do say also, you can't look it up. I got you. You can't, you can't look nothing up. I got you. So 18. 
five and six are his career stats. Points, rebounds, assists, 18, five, and six. He has been an NBA All-Star three times. Um, he has played for one, four, uh, three NBA teams. He played for a total of 12 years. Mm. Is he a Hall of Famer? And he is retired, so he's no longer playing. How many years did he play? 12. Can you, can you tell us what era? What era he played in? Sure. Yeah. He played in the era of um We can go Jordan, Kobe, Braun. Mm, I think that helps I, us I, out. I would say he I would say I would call this era the Kobe era. Okay, so before before 2000, 2010 through 2003. Yeah, he, pl- he played during those years. Okay. I like how you say that, too. Yeah, he, <laughs> he played during those years. <laughs> he played during those years, the Kobe era. Okay. 18, five and a half rebounds, six assists. And three All-Stars? Three All-Stars. Hmm. A part of me thinks I know who this guy is, and I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say no. Okay. If if it's who I think it is, I'm gonna say no. All right. So you said no. Then who do you think it is? Oh, oh first, are you locking in no? Oh yeah, I'm locking this in. You know how I do. All right. So who is it? I believe it's Rip Hamilton. Okay. Damn. That's because. Because that sounds a lot like him, and he did get three nods for the All-Star game that he shouldn't have got. Um, and I remember that because you know how much I hate the Pistons. You know how much I hate the Pistons. Okay, so you got Rip Hamilton. You locking it in? Yeah, I'm locking it in, Rip. Right. I was stuck between him and somebody else, but I know a certain someone didn't grab rebounds like that. Uh, um, all right. He can show enough shoot. I have damn. I have two. I think this person played for the. I think this person played for the Magic, but I think I might be wrong. No, I'm gonna go with my first guess. I'm gonna say Chauncey Billups. Okay. So is he Hall of Famer? Chauncey Billups? No, unfortunately, no. He's not gonna be Hall of Famer. I don't think so. You, you locking in those two answers? Yeah, I'm locking those two answers. All right, Corey, what you got? Wait, I how many championships did he win? Never mind. Sorry. Oh shoot, they might. Anyway, I have no clue who this is, but I'm gonna say no, he's not a Hall of Famer. You gonna take you wanna take a wild guess? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All of y'all are wrong on who it is. Paul Pierce. You're wrong on Paul Pierce. No, it's not Paul Pierce. Yeah, it's not Wait, how, how many ships has that got? He, this guy has no championships. Fuck. Is it is it with Charles Lewis or like Hugo Turkin? Nope. Nope. Damn, okay. All right. That's what I think of. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't Agent Zero. Nope. No, it's not. The, the person, and I agree with y'all that he is not a Hall of Famer, but the player, the player is Steve Francis. Oh! Mm. 
fuck. Oh. Mm, I should have went with that. You know what? I'm yeah. glad I said nah. The you know, yo, bro, I was about to say Stefan Marbury, but I know the assist is too, is too low. Yeah. The assist yeah. is too low. Like, nah, Stefan Marbury. Ooh, he grabbed five boards a game, man. It's like, like five foot seven. He averaged five and a half rebound. Or it really, it's not five and a half. It's 5.6. I just rounded down to five and a half. But he averaged 5.6 rebounds a game. 18, 18.1 points per game. Exactly six assists per game. Yo, what uh, what is Chauncey Billups' numbers? <laughs> is that I feel like they. I don't think Chauncey averaged more than sixteen points per game. Let me see Chauncey. Hold up. Oh, I, this I, has career, right? This has yeah. Career. yeah career. Okay, yeah, it has a career. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Chauncey, I think Chauncey, Chauncey averaged like fourteen. Chauncey yeah. Aver- Chauncey averaged fifteen, three, and five. Okay, yeah, it has a career. Okay, gotcha, you, gotcha. You, yeah. And Chauncey played for damn, I don't, like ten teams. Hold up, let me see. One, two, three. Oh yeah, you did say the team. You did say the team. That's right. That's right. Six, seven. Yeah, he played for like seven teams. Yeah. I was gonna say, yo, I remember he played for the Celtics. It's like everywhere he went, Chucky Atkins went. Like, yeah, he Celtics, Timberwolves, um, Detroit, the then the Nuggets, and then he. I think he played for the Clippers. I, I thought. So, yeah. so do, do say. I thought you was gonna get it because you said I swore this person played for the Magic, and I'm like. It franchise played for Houston. He did. He did play for Magic. Yeah, I trying to think Orlando and New York. Yeah, I trying to think of that era. Like who was on that era? I knew they had them players that were like eighteen and whatever. I knew it wasn't Hurdle Turkaloo because it was. He didn't play as long. See, see what messed y'all up, Killer. You didn't ask the question you normally ask. How many ships? No, usually you ask what position did he play? Did he play? You never asked. For the now, be be honest. Had you given me that, you know I would have got it right. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. Mm-hmm. I went Rip because I knew Rip was getting hold it Hold right. up. Hold up. Corey, how many times Killer got the answer right? I've been getting it right a lot more recently. <laughs> the last two shows. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about when you win. It's how many times you do it. And it's happening a little more often now. We are episode number 26. You only got two of these things right. Hey, look, I'm not the Cleveland damn Browns. <laughs> All right, I've won a game. If we average this out to like 16, let's say it's 16 games in the season on some NFL stuff, I ain't even going to give myself the benefit of a 17th game. 16 games. I am one win so far. Last year, I had one win. One for 16. All right. All I got to do, do is get one more right in the next four weeks. And I'm good, bro. Alright, so look. The, the last part Proof. of the show. The last part of the show, Corey, is all you. You can't forget about the wrestling fans, so you go ahead and give us the wrestling update on what's going on. I said I was going to watch. I didn't watch, so I, I need to be caught up. Oh, yeah. like This one, this is just going to be real quick. It's only um, one thing of significance. Well, I guess maybe two things of significance really happened. Uh, number one, Roman Reigns versus Killer's favorite wrestler, Logan Paul. Uh, <laughs> I hate Logan Paul. That that so they they just wrestled uh this past Saturday Crown Jewel and uh one of their Saudi Arabia shows. Logan Paul is damn good. He's only had three matches, and the dude is already great at this. Is he on uh, contract? He is, but it's it's like one of those um. It's not like it's not like a, it's not like a full time like so he's not gonna be like on the road but like 
He's so his contract. So he ain't gonna never become champion. Then. I, I Dude, hope not. If I, I took I, a punch the way he did, I better get some gold. No, nah, he's, he's just gonna be. I, I, I'd be shocked if his contract's probably like maybe like four or five matches a year, or something like that. Hmm. Like he's just gonna be like sporadically. Um, but that's pretty much it. But yeah, he's very, very, very good. Like no one should be that good at pro wrestling and just with just three matches in. Like so nobody. I, I, saw, be that good. I saw backup footage that he was training with Shawn Michaels. Um, yeah. And, I, and Shawn Michaels had some really like like nice stuff to say about him. Like saying it like it looked like second nature or whatever. Um, obviously, this, he he charismatic or whatever. I mean, I can't stand him, but. Yeah, like, like I don't, I, I'm not a fan of his either. But like, I can't, I can't take away his skills. Like, there's no way anybody should be that good that fast. So yeah, like he, like he, like he said, he faced Roman Reigns, and like they, he li- legit lived up to the main event caliber for a match like that. So I gotta give him props. Um, he showed out in that way. Uh, he tore, he messed up his knee all kinds of ways. So he ain't gonna be, he ain't gonna be wrestling anytime soon. But uh, yeah, it was a hell of a match. Like he, uh, suffered, like he suffered a real injury. Yeah, like like ACL, MCL. Like he tore oh, his knee. Yeah, he tore his knee to shreds. Oh, yeah. right. They about to, they about to replace that shit like a Lego piece. <laughs> yeah. <so> he... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, kill. Uh, yeah. So that's that. Also, too, uh, The Rock's daughter made her WWE debut uh, last Tuesday, going by Ava Rain. Um, right, let me she, look her up because she might be cute. She, she, she had like the rock. She oh, that's like the rock. <laughs> now I gotta see it because I want to know what the rock look like as a woman. How do you spell uh, her name? A V A. R A I N E. That's right. But uh, she didn't wrestle, but she debuted as an on-screen talent. Like she's with this group now in NXT. Um, she was also out there tonight. She. They're definitely. It looks like they're gonna bring her along slowly. Like, like we don't know how she works. We don't know how she wrestles. But she's got a. She can talk. Like she's not. It's too soon to say whether or not she has the charisma of her dad. But like, just on her own, you would say not bad. Like she's got room to grow, room to improve, but not bad. Like she, she's got potential, in terms of she's got a good presence about her, and she's not a she's not a small girl either. Like she's not like a short. Uh, no, she. You know, it's it's it's, it's a big one. Um. This Yo, a her, big one. He her, said this a face, big one. Her face is disturbing. Um, I'm just gonna be honest. It is, this, bro. I'm not that kind of guy. I think we all. She's she looks disturbing. She like, like the rock. She, she looks like the rock. She do like. I told you. <laughs> like God, boy. I mean, like some people, some girls really should not look like their daddy, and she is definitely one of them. Like. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the makeup because that don't look too good. Red's definitely not her color. Like she said, like go, do away with that. She got like the red hair thing in and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I do not like that. Yeah, that's for the the, the new character they got her playing on TV. So, but, but she's got you know, like I say, you see her like she's got potential. You can tell like they're gonna bring her along is slowly. Her, is her charisma like her daddy's? No, but like I said, All that's right. an unfair. That's an unfair thing to put on somebody too but also Her at the same time like the rock as rocky my via he didn't have he didn't have the, the charisma that the rock eventually found so like it's time like she's in developmental she's in the uh, developmental system you know in nxt so we'll see we'll see how she does 
Um, I think it's you got Meg the Stallion knees. It's 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 tough. We'll see. Like God dang, kill it. Uh, we'll see if she'll be able to pull off a Charlotte Flair and live up to her dad's name. But uh, like she hasn't done anything to make you think, oh, this is a bad career move. But like you know, she got she's got a nice presence about her. So we'll see. We'll see how she comes along. But uh, that's pretty much the uh, the noteworthy things this week in the world of wrestling. She looks strong. Oh, I got a sports betting tip, Big. I, I think everybody everybody has sports bet, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So me and Mike. Well, Mike has it the same. You know what I'm saying? We over our, our friend, um, friend Marcus' house. Something's going to hit. Cause we Something's going to hit. So I'm gonna let y'all know the app is coming to Maryland. So I found out my man Bake, the one you met before. Um, yeah. He he told me that you know we do a parlay on the app. Let's say you have a ten leg parlay or a twenty leg parlay, and right now you is live. Ten ten are already hit. You can cash out that 10 instead of waiting for that 20. So we Yo. need this app to hit because something's going to hit. I need this app to hit ASAP. ASAP. I just want to get that tip out to everybody. So when the app come, you got that parlay, like three or four hit. You just want to cash, you know what I'm saying? You want cash out? Yeah, you can do that on the app. Oh, yeah. bet. That's perfect for me. Yeah, I now, granted, I, I do like spread betting and stuff like that. So I got to wait for my, I gotta wait for my games to actually end. Yeah, but remember, you have like an early, you no, know, say the seven o'clock NBA game and a ten thirty NBA game. The, the you have some seven o'clock games that ended already. Hey, you you they hit. Hey, you can cash out. That's Yo, perfect to me. That way, I don't gotta wait on the winners. That's perfect. Exactly. So you want to throw that news I'm a, out there? I'm gonna ask y'all this question. Y'all can't say neither. Y'all gotta pick one. Somebody asked me this, so I'm asking for y'all. Who would y'all take in a game of one-on-one basketball? Who you think will win? Marcus Jordan or Jeffrey Jordan? Marcus. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm going to say uh, Marcus, too. Yeah. Marcus, yeah. the one with the goggles? Yeah. He's, he's a better He's a better out of two. I don't know. I'm taking Jeffrey. I think I'm taking uh, Jeffrey. I don't know. Uh, Not Jeffrey was with the goggles. Marcus was the um, one who actually played well in college. Yeah, Marcus had the goggles. Yeah, he light skin, yo. Oh, yeah, Marcus did. Had a, yeah, Marcus did. Yeah. yeah, Marcus the one that looked like James Harden. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Yo, what, what if the NBA is just full of, like, illegitimate players' kids? Like, 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 there's a rumor going on, going around that Jimmy Butler is Michael Jordan's little child. Y'all ain't hear about that? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, they look alike. Yes. Yeah, they, yeah. they look alike. He got the bill, he got the talent that his ain't from other Chicago, brothers did. Ain't he from Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Butler ain't from Chicago. Yes, he is. Jimmy yeah. Butler is from Tomball, Texas. I thought he was oh, no, he repped he rep, he rep Tom Ball all the time. Yeah, Jimmy Butler was drafted by Chicago, but he's from Tom Ball, Texas, which is right next to no, I, I remember he went to Marquette too. Yeah, Marquette, yeah. Yeah, he went to Marquette, yeah. Well Michael Jordan had a side joint Texas, whatever. Like yeah. no, ain't, no oh, doubt, right. ain't no doubt my, ain't no doubt in my mind, bro. And Texas got him thick too. He probably what he liked too. No, Michael Jordan is an older black man. He, he typically like him a little bit, a little bit thicker. Yeah. Remember in the back then the Mavs wasn't good, so you know what I'm saying the quick work, you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, knock down the stallions. I ain't mad at him, man. Heck no, man. I ain't mad at that at all, man. Might get it in, man. 
I believe I believe if you that kind of talent, you should be able just to spread your seed willingly. We need more talented people in this world. So you Don't agree all with, all the you, you agree with Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon's not talented. Okay. <laughs> it's a difference. Okay, you can, be, bet, you bet. can be rich and and dumb as all hell. And you can be extremely smart and just not there with the finances. Those are the people who need to procreate. But that's a totally different conversation. Yeah, yeah. But speaking <laughs> yeah. of totally different conversations, I have fun with this this episode. Yo, we got to have you back on. We got to have you back on. Bro, I appreciate it. I appreciate Mike. I appreciate the invite. Killer Corey, man. Thank you so much, man. I had a great time. Yo, so I love your podcast, man. I'm just trying to add a little bit of me into it. You know what I'm saying? Whenever I'm invited again, man, I just appreciate it. Hey, look, we, yeah. we set we setting you up for like Two weeks, cause like yo, we gotta we gotta rank these colleges, man. Yeah, yeah. we gotta yeah. rank these colleges. Yeah, I'm I'm ready I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. Yeah, man, appreciate you coming on, yo. For sure. Yeah, appreciate the invite. Thank you. Much yeah, love. Definitely. Man. So, yo, what, before we go, anyone got some last words? Let's go around uh, the room. Do say you got some last words for the people. Uh, like you said, Mike, something's going to hit. I need this. I need a sports something, betting to hit to hit Maryland. Going ahead, I need that sports bet app to hit Maryland, go live in Maryland, so I don't go to the casino no more. So I can be at home on Sunday, putting them bets in or this bet on NBA. I need that to hit ASAP. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. <laughs> Corey, what's your last words, man? Uh, I just want to say, first of all, do say thanks again for coming on the show, man. You were great, bro. Appreciate it. Um, uh, secondly, I say it, you know, everybody, thank you for listening. You know, be cool to everybody because you never know what somebody's going through. And uh, lastly, I still haven't recovered from Killer suggesting we do a top five all time scandals, bro. I don't, I don't know. Man, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what last words. I mean, last week, my last words. I thanked everybody because we got like all of this support on all of these different places, whatever. Um, I guess I can thank whoever decided to open our podcast and listen in Turkey. So our po- we have reached another country. We are we are hey. now we are clap now it up, in, clap it up. Yeah, we now in Turkey. So you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, right before Thanksgiving, that. baby, let's get it. <laughs> not not that Turkey. God damn. <laughs> God damn. I know about the Turks. <laughs> But yeah, um, but nah, man. Uh, yeah. So appreciate you know, appreciate Duce, appreciate all the love and support that you know what I'm saying you've been giving us. You know what I'm saying, listening to the show and everything. Uh, texting me about the show like, yo, when we when we didn't drop an episode last week, we was a day late. Duce sent me the text like, yo, like ain't no drop. So like, yo, Duce really be like <laughs> listening to the like he really be like listening, helping us put the word out there. You know what I'm saying, tagging us on his Instagram, all that good stuff, man. So we appreciate that. Um, I don't know, man. My last words are just, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you're going through, keep it pushing. Always, always remember that, uh, that moments are temporary. So, so if you feel it, you feeling something, if you feeling something bad, if you stressed out, just understand that that moment is temporary, you know, in a couple hours, it'll be gone. You know what I'm saying? Do what you need to do to take care of your, your mental health and all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, just, just survive, man. That's all life is about surviving. True. That's all, I, that's all I got. And y'all know how we end things. Well, how I like to end things. But as I said, do say, 
Love you, how you on here, dog. Great thing. You almost said two things. I was like, nah, two. That was having the well, three things, because I ain't forgetting how high you actually had the um the Wizards. <laughs> but um the Knicks and the Eagles thing, I was like, eh. But you young man, appreciate you coming on. But per usual, y'all know how we do this, and always keep this in mind. If Draymond punch my teammates green, is a Hall of Famer. And so are y'all. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Bye.